from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show, Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network. That's right, everybody. It is a beautiful and perfectly drizzly and creepy Friday the 13th uh, Gina and Randy Show. Very excited to be here. Big uh, John Lovett's Theater. You love it at the Lovett's the Theater. Lovett's here at Universal City Walk. Hollywood. Oh, nothing. We have producer extraordinaire Elijah Black back there doing uh, producer extraordinaire things. And uh, Randy, right right beside me. That's right. Good morning, Gina Grad. Guten Morgen, Randy. Guess what, Gina? Coming what? up in the second hour today, I have bought the issue of the National Enquirer, and we're going to dive in to the crazy Tomcat drama. You know, the one that his lawyer is suing the National Enquirer over? I, I heard something about that every single night on KFI this week. Oh, oh, yeah, when Gene and Randy were filling in. Yeah, and they had Tomcat news every week. So we're going to talk about that, I think, tonight on KFI. But you're going to get a sneak preview right here. That's right. A lot of awesome stuff. We've had a cray... Z week. Uh, it has just been madness between we podcast in the morning, we go to our nine to five jobs during the day, and we rush over to KFI at night to fill in for that big stud, Tim Conway Jr. on the Tim Conway Jr. show. It has been a blast. It's been a, it has been a life changing week. Absolutely. A lifelong dream. Even before we knew what we wanted to do, we knew that there, uh, there was a special place in our heart for Tim Conway Jr. and a big fill in show on KFI. And we're happy to be here this morning, uh, bright eyed and bushy tailed. Couldn't focus my eyes for about 45 <laughs> minutes, but I think I'm coming around. Those retina are starting to agree with me. I didn't, I was able, I was stumbling around my apartment and I couldn't get it up to even get out of bed for about a half oh. hour. Then I downed my morning juice and I feel like a million bucks. You know what? I got to tell you something, Randy. I love that you feel like a million bucks. That, that's great. And I believe you. But you look like about 999,000 bucks. You look oh, exhausted. I, I'm pretty tired. It's because you don't have the access to the makeup kit that I do. Oh, yeah. I am so, I am caked in concealer <laughs> right now. <laughs> just, it is just, I'm going to have to chisel it off after the show. But you, you look a little, you got the, you got your sleepy hair and your little wrinkly jammy shirt. And, uh, you look great. Thank you. <laughs> I feel great. I, I am so excited. Uh, as soon as we're done with this show, I am driving up to Six Flags Magic Mountain to test ride the Lex Luthor drop of doom. That's why you're wearing your Superman shirt. Well, I got my Superman shirt Yeah, on. because the last couple of Fridays you've been in your polo and your, your office gear, but you don't have to go in today. Nah, casual, casual Friday. This Beachwear. Is, this is beyond casual Friday. Oh, I'm enjoying it. It's going to be amazing. And while I'm up in Valencia, i got to take a visit to my mom because it's her birthday today. Oh! Awesome. And in fact, we've got her on the line to quickly wish her a happy oh, birthday. Oh, we love Auntie Pam. Auntie Pam. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Happy birthday. How does it feel to be 39? Oh, God, you're, you got it. I'm a perfect exactly 39. I know. I'm really I good know. at guessing people's ages. Well, when it comes to... Uh, Pam, it's yeah. uh, it's hard to get an accurate read because she looks like Goldilocks from a you know a fairy tale. Yeah, 
I know nothing. So 39, that means uh, mom had me at 17. You know yeah. what? It happens. I did. People roll like that. Yeah. Uh, so are you uh, feeling great on your birthday, big Friday the 13th birthday? That's a, that's a lucky day for me. It's, 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 I like it. <laughs> Good lady. <laughs> lucky day for That's you. fantastic. And you're going to see one, your boy today? Yeah, big I'll Randy. come down and uh, take you out to lunch. Yeah, I might even a- buy. He won. He's, he, he won from, was all my boys today. Ryan won. Or Randy won. Yeah. Yeah. Stud. Now, you did say you were going to take her to lunch. That does inherently apply that you're buying. Oh. So, but, keep that, but keep that budget in mind. Well, it you, matter. you, you got, need to insist back today because it's okay. her birthday. So, I have to, like, pull the check back? Yeah, you go, uh, 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 uh. A lady never pays. And then you give her the check. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you, uh, All right, you would... I guess we're going to the dollar store. <laughs> uh, cute, cute, cute. So you're, you are going to have a great birthday. You love the Friday the 13th birthday. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a lucky day for me. That's, that's all that matters. And we love you. We've you been have, fans of yours forever. You guys have made an incredible week for me. Seeing, watch, listen, you guys, the whole show every night. Tim's show. That's a super incredible. fan. Oh, yeah. she. Well, she does that anyway when Tim's there. She is oh. obsessed with Conway. That's her That's her time slot, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. So she's putting up with us. Well, you know what? You can stay awake for the whole show. You are head over heels above my mom. If she can't go to sleep, puts on Gina and Randy and just right to night, night land. Oh, God, I have to hear every, every drop of the, every show. Oh, my God. I wow. love it. I'm totally addicted, totally. And I put together a couple puzzles. I'm addicted to puzzles, and I just listen to your show. Oh, yeah, That's my a, mom's a big puzzler now. Get a puzzle. That sounds like a decent night, actually. Yeah, it's fun. Now, how do you feel about the fact that Randy is going to fling himself off of a building again today? <sighs> Up at Magic Mountain. Going yeah. on that drop of doom. Yeah, well, I saw it. it it's, it's scary, let me tell you. I would never, ever. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. Um, it's going to be fun. I wish him good luck. And, <laughs> and just don't. Don't die before you take her to lunch. Well, you know, yeah, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll pay her a visit right before I go to Magic. I now. would. I would. Say something real nice to her before you get on that thing. Okay. You know, every ride worse than the last. I mean, it's, are they going to wait till someone does die before they calm down? Auntie Pam, you took the words right out of my mouth. In fact, I have a little uh, little something something later in the show about the most insane roller coasters there are. So you and I are on the same page today. I guess we're care. taking a road trip. <laughs> They give some more brain damage, probably. It's just totally stupid. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. However, your son, your a whole son, firstborn, uh. always gets me uh, on those rides like a jackass. Because you love it. I like it. I don't love it. You enjoy it. I sometimes do. But we hope you have the best birthday ever. We love you. You're our biggest uh, booster club, and we can't thank you enough for being uh, all of our auntie Pam. And do Aww. yourself a favor, mom, today. What? Just try to avoid Kevin as much as possible. Oh, the little one. Oh, they, just lower that stress level. Just he, no yelling. Told, it'll be I great. I told Kevin, if I had you first, I don't think I would ever have any more kids. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and, not, and he probably he took a that. a handful and a half. I mean, Randy yeah. was the greatest little kid. Oh, he was yeah. We had Corey so fast afterwards. and <laughs> They were great with each other, and they were great little kids. And then Kevin, oh, my God, he's a handful and a half. Yeah, and a half. And a half. That's I'm for sure. He, and this is this is the on the air uh, what Kevin is. You yeah. should hear what he is off the air. <laughs> you coming, Katie? Well, we love you. We hope you have a wonderful birthday. Love Randy's going to come up and too. see you hopefully before he flings himself off of a big ride. And uh, maybe will we see you on Sunday? Of course, I'll be yeah. there. Yeah, Bob and I will be there on Sunday. Kevin wants to go, but eh.
Yeah, yeah. maybe leave him at home. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you. Happy, happy, happy <laughs> birthday! Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, mom. So, of oh, I kind of cut her off. That's all right. Okay. Uh, we uh, we have so much going on. We asked uh, if we were going to see Auntie Pam on Sunday because Sunday, Randy and I are going to be out at Magic Mountain. Randy's scouting today at uh, about five o'clock. We'll be there earlier, but we're doing a live, pretty good podcast yeah. out at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah. At about five o'clock in the afternoon. A lot Sunday. of dreams coming true for you this week. It's amazing. You know. Eight years ago, I was still working at Magic Mountain. Yeah, you were sneaking into those Dippin' Dots. I was definitely sneaking into those Dippin' Dots. I was I was at Moose Burger Lodge in 2004, and I was getting the best of both worlds burger. That is where you take a uh, half-pound chuck patty, yeah. take a half-pound chicken breast, yeah. smother them all with a bunch of cheese, put it on a bun, and eat away. See, I... When I'm really tired and overworked, that kind of stuff starts sounding good to me, and that still sounds so revolting. It's terrible. It makes my stomach churn. Like, it, you can't even fit it in your mouth, so you can barely get a bite that's all, like, chicken and beef. And yeah. you don't... It doesn't taste good to mix them. And the thing is, is is cheap ground chuck and a frozen chicken patty are really not the best of both worlds. They are not. <laughs> So that's that's kind of uh, overselling it. Gina, my palate's yeah. been refined a little over it the has. last eight years. You know what's the other thing I used to make at Mooseburger Lodge? What? And this is a little telling of how I got to 280 pounds. <laughs> we'd take this uh, this big old pewter plate, put um, it under the uh, the heat toaster where we toast the buns, yeah. take a big old plate of steak fries, cover it with shredded cheese and onions and bacon and more cheese mm-hmm. and more bacon mm-hmm. and then ranch and then cheese on top of that. That sounds delicious. Heart attack fries. Yeah, um, those are also known as disco fries, a.k.a. Uh, the white trash poutine. <laughs> and as uh, our good buddy and uh, oh nothing, and we forgot to mention this last night, um, we could do it tonight on KFI, uh, Jeff the Robot on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, our good buddy Josh Robert Thompson, uh, mentioned on our show Pretty Good Podcast at PrettyGoodPodcast.com, that's a great way to kill yourself. Yeah. Just uh, go right for it. Easy way to die. One foot in the grave. It's perfect. And we will be uh, live premiering here later in the show. A brand new single from uh, uh, Josh Robert Thompson's label, Robin Super. Yeah, Robin Super is an up-and-coming artist who is uh, a little eccentric, a little flamboyant, and wanted to uh, do a song to welcome Randy right out of that closet. So that'll be coming up during one of the breaks. Uh, we've had, as a lot of you know, a crazy week, and uh, it's just, as we said before, it's been a dream come true to be on KFI and uh, have a great time. And you know what I realized doing that kind of live radio, which we haven't done in years now? Time means something completely different. It really does. I mean, if you were to tell me, in ge- if I'm sitting on my couch and I'm, you know, watching TV and I'm, I'm watching my, you know, 15th run of The Office and I'm sitting there eating chips and I'm <laughs> laying on my couch with my legs over the arm of the chair and you said I had four minutes to do something, I would break out into a cold sweat. <laughs> How am I supposed to do something in four minutes? But when we go to break and we're like, hey, board up, Bob, how, how much time do we have? He's like, uh, four minutes. I'm like, oh. That's the longest four minutes of my life. We can run down the street, maybe grab a bike, to run the- to the bathroom, change your clothes. Get a water, enjoy yourself. It's that, so much time. That is a that is an embarrassment of riches when uh, you get four minutes to do anything. So that's something I'm going to have to retrain my brain. That, that Not all life has to take place in four minutes. 
because that really seems like a valuable chunk of time at that point. Yeah, you really do learn how to value your time. You're absolutely yeah. right. So, but today, this morning, it's all about chilling. We have all the time in the world. We, you know, we get to uh, talk about all the crazy shit. We get to say shit. Yeah. We get to do shit. anything we want, and uh, we're uh, we're going to go for it. And Gina, you know why I'm so excited about this weekend, outside of the fact that we're going to Six Flags Magic Mountain? Poor Kay. You know what this Sunday is? What? The premiere of season five of Breaking Bad. Yes! All hail the king! Breaking Bad is coming back! Can't wait. And it's going to be amazing. If you've never seen Breaking Bad, it is the story of a high school teacher You're doing turned meth dealer oh. and the greatest show there is on television. In right ever. Now. You've got to check it out. It, it's on AMC. I think the first four seasons, no, the first three seasons are on Netflix. It's amazing. If you're going to watch season five, we're all going to be talking about it Monday. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. Unfortunately, yeah. get involved. If you're with Dish Network, you're kind of screwed because they dropped AMC this week. Ooh. They couldn't reach a deal with, uh, you know, they always have to reach new agreements with fees and distribution because the satellite companies are always trying to screw the content distributors. Yeah. So they dropped AMC along with their uh, sister networks, IFC and We. Oh. No, We. I was, uh, IFC's a big deal, and then I still had my surprise face on when you said We, so now I feel <laughs> weird, but that sucks. Yeah, that really does suck. But guess what? AMC, they're going to do something about it because... If you're a huge fan of Breaking Bad, it would be heartbreaking not to be able to watch this season premiere. Absolutely. So AMC, to even the playing field for this week only, is going to stream the premiere of Breaking Bad live for free on AMC.com. That is the most exciting news ever. That's great news. Here's the quote they put out for their press statement. What I love about when these things happen is the content distributors get down and dirty with the satellite companies. Because they all hate to. They all hate the satellite companies. You know, they rip everybody off. They and by the way, we'll tell you real quick, if you do have satellite, call, tell them you want to cancel, you'll get half off your bill for six months. Thanks, Colby. (laughs) This is what uh, AMC here's their statement. Every cable, phone, and satellite company other than Dish carries AMC. They want loyal Dish viewers to experience the excitement of the Breaking Bad premiere at the same time as their friends and neighbors. And we want to give Dish customers an extra week to switch providers so they can enjoy the rest of the season. Nice. Burn! So, you can all watch it. Rest assured, Breaking Bad Season 5. Amazing. Now... That is a great story of how to handle when satellite screws with your content. Yeah, Jay Radimus uh, tweeted, I lost AMC and IFC this week, but DirecTV customers lost all the Viacom channels. Yeah, DirecTV customers lost MTV, Nickelodeon, tons and tons of every single CBS, the, the, the biggest channels ever, Comedy Central. <laughs> No Comedy Central. I can't watch my workaholics. I, th- there's a lot of TV. There's a lot of what content. Do they think they're no doing? Jersey Shore. Oh. No SpongeBob. Oh. No reruns of Family Matters. Oh. What am I gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna live a happier life. Absolutely. But DirecTV screwed us by dropping all those channels. But Viacom strike back by doing something really awkward. They pulled all the streaming for those shows. So now nobody gets to watch them. If Even if you had nothing to do with DirecTV and you like to watch The Daily Show on TheDailyShow.com, can't do it anymore. 
They have pulled all their content. No more streaming Viacom content. I don't know why. And Viacom's owned by CBS, who is the kings of we don't want to give you our shit. Right. They don't put half their shows online. Now they're pulling content like this. You can't trust them for anything reliable. They sound like children at a birthday party. Yeah. Well, if I don't get the ball, then nobody gets it. Chuck it over the fence like an asshole. <laughs> so what? Is, I, I don't know why they think this is helping them. This is hurting their customers, which means it's hurting their business. But what do I know? I uh, just uh, talk. Um, by the way, our number, 888-520-4374. 888-520-4374. If you're listening to this on Saturday on XM Extreme Talk 165, don't call. We won't be here. But uh, but if you're listening live right now, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff to get to, but we have a couple people that would like to say something. Oh, we got to get a call in. All right, let's do that real quick. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? This is... Frank, who does Muay Thai. Frank, who does Muay Thai. What's up, stud? Not much. Uh, I, I called because my buddy said, Gina, you have to say his name right. Tell me. My my buddy is Jonathan Pooh. <sighs> Jonathan Pooh. Johnny Pooh. Oh, this still he, my beating heart. He's a real close friend of mine. He's like a brother to me. That's so, it's such a small world. Let me, let, let's explain real quick what Frank's talking about. Last Saturday, because Randy and I never stop working. Never. We uh, got to help host uh, an awesome MX MMA uh, tournament up Muay in... Muay Thai Extreme. Yeah. Up in uh, Port Wanimi. And it was really, 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 really fun. The fighters were fucking awesome. And Johnny Pooh, sort of attractive, not going to lie. And uh, hey, you think I was pronouncing his name wrong? The whole time at the fight, Randy was calling him Johnny Woo. Johnny Woo. I actually sent him over to the pretty good podcast and he downloaded it and had a ball laughing at that. Oh, no, now I feel weird. Oh, wait. that, (laughs) That means that Johnny Poo heard us Totally ripping on his asshole friend who kept going, Poo, 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 let's fuck some sluts after this, man. Yeah, he had a good laugh. We're laughing about it the whole time. He's a good sport about it. He said he went to that name off you high school, so he's used to it. We said that was the wait, but so, so he's ever heard. Oh, no, okay, I feel a little better. So wait, how how are we supposed to announce, uh, pronounce well, it? He, he's actually Hawaiian, so you have to pronounce the vowel, so it's Poo-oo. Poo-oo. Oh. Not poo Poo-oo. Poo-oo. I like that. I'm I happy really to like say that. that. Now, uh, do you know the dude that we were making fun of in the crowd who's like, yeah, let's go bang some stuff? Yeah, the bleach What's up with that guy with the, the blue, blue and, and the thing? He gets out of hand. That basically. dude's crazy. <laughs> Is he just your, that guy in your group? That's his group. That ain't my group. Okay, he, that's the wild card. Oh, yeah. He's wild card. Yeah, bitches. that guy was... Because it's funny. It's like a like there's little kids everywhere, and everyone's like, yeah, go team. He's like, fuck his ass up, motherfucker. And I was like, the children. Everybody. Oh, yeah. And at All one right. point, he's chanting so hard, like, Johnny Poo, Johnny Poo, that he chucks his iPhone across the stage, and it cracks on the ground. Yeah, it did break. <laughs> It was awesome. But we, we became huge fans of him. He's a real ass kicker, that Johnny, as uh, yeah. you obviously must be. And, uh, yeah, we chat all the time together. I oh, love we used to it. Before we moved back to Ventura, but Such we stayed once a month together. That's well, amazing. This now, is, uh, this is a good reminder that you, uh, you want to get us involved, or at least Randy involved in a little self defense. Oh, I think we got to do both of us. Well, we got, yeah. after we saw the show, saw the tournament, we got crazy excited about Muay Thai. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, not not the professional one without the knee pads. Right. What? Oh, the oi. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oi. It means basically a rough translation. It means wow. Wow. Okay, because I thought I was all of a sudden surrounded by my fellow Jews because every time there was a kick or a punch, people go, Oi! Oi! Oi, Ty! It was a pretty clean connect. Like, oh, that was a good hit. Like, wow, that was a good hit. Okay. Oi. Oi. Yeah, there was a lot of oi in... Uh, I was confused. Yeah, and what's with yeah. the whole uh, the ring uh, where you you know walk around, you bless the corners, then you, you taunt stomp the- on it. Jim, you got to do the stomp for the camera. I don't know if I have uh, room. That, that's called the Y Crew. It's a uh, homage to your your trainer and your family and the camp you train at. It's kind of showing respect to the whole culture of Muay Thai. And and yeah. I love that about Muay Thai. I think it's it's so beautiful. It's so spiritual. It's, it's so it's it's a wonderful discipline. But I think it's kind of rude when someone's training at their little corner. You're like, excuse me, can you move for a second so I can stomp on your corner and like disrespect <laughs> it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's disrespectful, but it you know it's part of the game. Some gyms do it, some don't. Yeah, and where I train from, we don't do that. We show more respect towards other gyms, and some other gyms do the others. That's sweet, and I like that. Obviously, you know, it's like you, you, it's, it's common sense to assume that if you're fighting someone and trying to make them bleed, you emotionally <laughs> hate them. But that's not true. At the end of the not fight, there's hugs. There's you know, good game. There's you know, all have kinds a lot of, of stuff. respect for this fighter. It's a lot of just heart and soul into that thing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, and on top of that, you guys are going to be at Magic on Sunday. Yup. Which is kind of funny as well because me and my wife oh. and my daughter are planning on going to Magic Mountain. Wow. Uh, that's the day we actually picked like two weeks ago. And you guys announced you're going to be there the same day. So it's kind of funny how that works. Are you going to come say hi? Please do. Uh, I'm going to try to find out exactly where you guys are going to be. We have to find out too. Yeah, we'll be announcing all over. Uh, check our Facebook, Twitter, prettygoodpodcast.com. We will announce everywhere where exactly the booth is going to yeah, be. Yeah, because Randy's going up there today, we can't announce it on the show because he has to go find out. So follow us on Twitter, Randy Wang PGP and Gina Grad. We'll tweet our location. Uh, just come chill with us. We'll probably do a show around five, so come jump on the mic with us. Come hang out. We'll go on rides. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll hang out with everybody. It's gonna going to be really, on... really fun. And if I'm not mistaken, aren't... Uh... Becky Wu and Kristen Ray coming. Becky Wu and Kristen will be there. Uh, my two crazy ass girls from the Seven Hundred Show. Uh, so if you wanted to have a little uh, a little insight into what they're like, listen to the first half of Show Seven Hundred. What do you think would happen to Kristen if she had witnessed Muay Thai? I think there would be. Well, I don't want to say this now that I know Frank has a kid, but let's just say it has something to do with toddlers. Oh. And if you want to wow. know what that means. Listen to the 700 show. Frank, we can't wait to meet you on Sunday. All right, one more thing. Yes. Here. My buddy said if you want his phone number, just ask me and I can give it to you. Oh, wait. Is this uh, personal or business? It's whatever you want it to be, I guess. Johnny Poo. <laughs> I like the way you think. Johnny's pro- Johnny seems like a young kid, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you a couple of moves. John, 25? Oh, okay. If you if you didn't add the five, I was going to get nervous. But all right, that sounds like the plan. Um, <laughs> thank you, Frank. We can't wait to see you on Sunday. Uh, no problem. I even added Randy on my Facebook. I'm Frank Gerd, Randy. That's okay. right. All right. Frank. Thanks so much, my brother. What about me? I had you later. I've been so busy. I've been trying to get a hold of Randy. Okay. Wow. This is the first time in the history <laughs> of the universe that someone has decided to friend Facebook.com slash Randy Wang before Facebook.com slash Jimmy I love Grant. that. What about me? I'll add you later. Shut the fuck up. All right, Frank, we can't wait to see you on Sunday.
All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. See you, Frank. Oh, my God. That's the kind of, kind of guy I want to train with. Oh, yeah. We, he, and he wants to train us. I can't believe it's happening. All we right. are going to do a full-blown Muay Thai training session. Elijah's going to get it all on videotape. It's going to be magical. It's going to be so good. We have to go to break in a minute, but we're going to take one more call. Oh, my God. What's that sparkle in your eye? We're going to train Muay Thai in our mask suits. Is that possible? I think it could be. Well, you're full of good ideas. So I'm full of good we'll ideas this morning. We're going to take a quick call before we take a break, and then we have all kinds of craziness, lots of great stuff for you to talk about this weekend. And not like, uh, you know, Romney and the NAACP, but like awesome shit. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're going to take one more call. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Hey, good morning. What's up? This is Danny Dante, Million Dollar oh, Smile. Lord, oh, nothing. What's up? What's, What's up? up, brother? Congratulations on your KFI slot this whole week. Thank, Thank you. you. We've had a, it's been like radio boot camp all week. <laughs> it I really know. has. Oh, so you guys are hustling, working, your day job, doing the radio gig, your podcast. Oh, my God. Haven't yeah. slept in days. Slow down, man. Thank Chill you. Out, yeah. Now, where are you? It sounds like you're in a, in a big fun place or something's going on uh, there. Oh, nothing. I'm in the uh, middle of Comic-Con right now. You're at Comic-Con right now, Danny Dante? <laughs> Yes, sir. My it, second year in a row. It's not even eight thirty in the morning. Um, okay, uh, there's people lining up since last night for Hall H for Walking Dead panel that starts at one <gasps> forty-five wow. in the afternoon. There's a Walking Dead panel. I want to go to yeah. the Walking Dead panel. Wow. Yeah, Danny, Walking Dead panel. Danny, give us a scene setter. But I think he's trying to. You keep <laughs> stop interrupting him. <laughs> Say that again, Danny. <laughs> people already lining up. That's so. Is the line like around the corner, or is it still pretty small? Oh man, the line's been lined up since last night. Did you camp out? No. No, you're know. an idiot. Hell uh, no! I'm gonna try to get to um, oh not the uh, Breaking Bad panel tonight. Oh no, no, my <gasps> God! I want. Uh, hopefully, if I do get into it, I might uh, have a, a screening of it. A Shut screening of the premiere hole. two days before. That is just not fair, Danny. Are you dressed up as anything crazy? <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, I am. Um, I'm a pretty much four man version of Spider Man. Uh, my uh, re box pumps, my, my spandex Spider Man costume, and my pink shader glasses, the one that you took to Arizona. <laughs> Danny, question How many yeah. uh, B roll costumes do you own? Because all I know is last time I saw you, you were dressed like a banana. Uh, I actually have three. Uh, last night, I was a cowboy. Okay. I was uh, John Marston uh, from Red Dead Redemption. Nice. And uh, tonight I was just uh, chilling in with Hot uh Spider-Man, whatever, just walking, relaxing. You know, just just and, just a normal day. Yeah, just chill. Yeah, be, com- be comfortable. Yeah. That's what I be, comfortable. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm still debating whether or not to dress up as Charlie Brown. Please Amazing. do, and please tweet us a picture <laughs> instantly. I, I, I have the, 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 the foam head. Of course foam you do. And the yellow shirt. Are you, you're going to be there. You're going to be there Sunday too. Yes, I am going to be there Sunday. That's a lot of comic. That's con. a whole lot of comic. That's a whole lot oh, of comic yeah. con. Oh. Danny, yeah. we expect lots of pictures and uh, a, a full reports. Uh, Monday, we want to see a Facebook gallery because you are going to be our comic con representative, our comic con oh, correspondent. Thank you, yeah, our comic correspondent. Also, uh, apparently, uh, Terry Chan is here too. If I could find him, we yeah. love Terry Chan. PG Peep, Terry Chan, uh, big listener, big friend from the Pretty Good Podcast, our daily show. Big camera, yeah, big camera stud. Danny, have the best weekend ever. We're so jealous. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No problem. We love you. All right. Bye, Poppy. 
Wow, big stud, man. I am so jealous that someone's at Comic-Con right now. That sounds like the most fun weekend ever. It actually sounds like something I would want to do. They're showing shows that I watch and Gina, channels. Do you, you know how much Star Trek crap goes on down oh, there? Oh, I can only imagine. We're going to take a quick break. Gina and Randy show right here on the Toad Hop Network, Universal Studios, CityWalk. We'll be right back. talk to Gina and Randy, call 888-520-4374 or just sit there and yell at your computer. <laughs> the Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hunt Network. Welcome back to the Gina and Randy Show. Sorry, I couldn't hit that post because I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to hear some of that. Uh, Gina and Randy Show right here on uh, the Toad Hop Network, Universal City Walk. I'm just like shedding. Sorry, John Lovett's uh, Theater. It's awesome. So we have all kinds of stuff going on. You guys are blowing up my. my rear end. That's what uh, they love to do on Friday morning. Yeah, I sit on my phone so it doesn't make a noise, but it vibrates. Wakes so you up in the morning. You guys have a lot to say. Miklos is watching live all the way from Japan. That's amazing. What's up? Arigatogazamashita. Ohio. Uh... You know what I think? Wonder, you know, because we're achieving a lot of lifelong dreams. It seems this year. Could you imagine if one day we took a trip to Japan and you got to actually do some uh, Japanese face mask art? Yeah, I would feel like a real dumbass because that's like somebody who, you know, a Japanese person who dabbled in like. <laughs> I don't know, rodeo stunts and came to Wyoming. Is that the, is, is that the Japanese equivalent of a rodeo clown? I don't know. <laughs> God, you guys with my butt. My God. Uh, ran, oh, R- Randy looks like he needs a juice. You do look a little tired this morning, Randy. It's but been we, a long, exciting week. But it really we has. have all day Saturday to sleep. I am unplugging everything. And by unplugging, I mean I'll probably be on Facebook and Twitter the whole time. But oh, yeah. I really am excited about tomorrow. Um, so a couple of, a, a real quick uh couple of companion stories here because i think that they are companions today is friday the 13th <gasps> friday the 13th i don't know if we have any uh music that suggests the horror and terror of the day friday the 13th which i think happens about twice a year and uh here's the thing oh this sounds terrifying is this from friday the 13th i have no idea yeah, this sounds like a mickey mouse cartoon or something they don't have a whole All right, lot. that's okay. Uh, now, today is a very special day for black cats because you're not supposed to let one cross your path. However, 
that's bullshit because black cats are fantastic. And today, you can adopt a black cat for $13. $13? Yes, because this is really important. The Pasadena Humane Society and uh, SPCA has launched a program to reduce the adoption fee for black cats to just 13 bucks. and it's usually 70 bucks. Wow. Uh, when adopted on the 13th of each month. So if you're not ready uh, today, maybe you do it next month. Cats with only partially black fur can also be adopted for 13 bucks. And I think this is important because... Um, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what the deal is, but black cats and black dogs are hard to get adopted. Really? Yes. I mean, I've I've met. A, I know a few black cats. Me too. And they're the most charming cats in the world. They're 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 cats. Do they're people dogs. just assume that they're bad luck? I think so because that's the that's the tradition, and I think black dogs. You think they're going to be you know like mean and you know like you think of like dobermans with like a black dog it's like i'd love to disprove that theory that you know cats are bad luck but yeah. sam phillips sometimes has like a walking catastrophe with that black cat <laughs> well i have friends with black cats and well they're also bitches but um i uh i think this is great if you're looking to get a cat you might want to think about doing it today or the 13th of any month and get yourself a black cat for 13 dollars. but just, and if you can yeah. if you have a place that really can you know hold a cat Get a cat because I'm so jealous of my friend Cassie and her new cat. It's just so much fun. Yeah, Joe J. Baseball tweeted me and said that's racist. I absolutely agree. I think it's really weird that uh, that they're like eh, with the the black cat and the. Eh. Come on, it's insane. It's a it's weird, and I and I and I think that we uh, should stop that. However, when you get your cat, do me a quick favor, and don't pull a Martha Stewart. Um, Martha, you know, she raises the chickens and she has the farm animals and she's Miss, you know, country queen. Something that she does to her pets, and I think Elijah has a picture of this, uh, maybe throw that up on uh, the, the, pay, uh, the screen right now. Martha Stewart bites her cats. What? And that's not a euphemism. Like, she doesn't, like, steal their uh, rap lyrics and, you know, she, she bites them. She bites her cat. Yeah, because you got to leave it to Martha Stewart when it comes to being a tiger mom, because uh, she also considers herself the alpha bitch. And here's what you do. And I've actually, as gross as this is and as weird as this is, I've seen people do this to dogs as well. Um, anyone who's ever encountered a Persian cat, uh, they, uh, they get bossy, they get demanding. And uh, Martha Stewart has one. And what she says is, as with all my new pets, I gently bite each of them on the face. On the face? While animal behavior experts uh, say, as far as I know, there is no scientific explanation for this lesson. Uh, Stewart says, this is how I let my animals know that I am their mother. I, I fostered six kittens with their mom. And not once did I ever see the mom look at it and go, Never went and just uh, bit a piece of the face? No, I mean, I think the concept is like, you know, I'm showing you gently. I'm reminding you that I'm in charge. I know a lot of times with dogs, you, uh, and this isn't when you're disciplining them. This is just when, you know, when they are showing remind- dominance. Yeah, you just get down and, uh, and uh, kind of hold their little muzzle closed or even put your mouth around it to be like, hi. I'm in charge. <laughs> so I, I guess she's into that, yeah. man. She's you know, also uh, eat, eating that cat. What like, you know, alpha males do with uh, other dogs is they will, uh, they'll nip at the neck. They'll, yeah. That's usually, they'll bite the neck just little, t- it's not like just a little nibble. Just say, I'm boss. I'm in yeah. charge. Just a little. <laughs> and my buddy Travis, the uh, canine champ, yeah. if he really needs to do an unruly dog, he'll go for it. He will bite them? 
So he, he and Martha have something in common. Yeah. He will bite the neck. Well, usually, you know, you just, you know, it gets really firm with the hand around the neck, but because oh. that's almost like biting. What do you mean? When you I say around the neck, he's not trying to choke a bitch. No, you're, like not, Wayne you're, not, Brady. you're not like Wayne Brady is going to have to choke a bitch. Yeah. You just kind of, you know, because, you know, dogs have a lot of skin. You just kind of yeah. get in there and pull. Yeah. And, and so do cats and they they, they don't feel it. So you no. really got to get in there because that's how mama carries their little asses around. <laughs> so adopt a black cat, 13 bucks on the 13th of each month. And please keep your mouth off of them. Yeah. There you go. That's all we can give you for advice, people. Yeah. Now, I have a couple of companion stories as well, Gina. All right. Oh, you know what we got to talk about real quick, by the way? Again, later in the show, we'll be premiering Josh Robert Thompson's label's Robin Super song. Josh Robert Thompson was on our show yesterday. Yeah. He's a uh, fairly attractive man. Yeah, very attractive. And right now, we have a poll running at prettygoodpodcast.com of who makes a better power couple, (laughs) Gina and Josh Robert Thompson or, or Randy and Josh Robert Thompson. You can vote on the poll, prettygoodpodcast.com. It's right there. And uh, I got to tell you, Randy, although I love the picture of Josh and I together, you guys do make a very sweet couple. Thank you. If I, if I don't win this one, I will concede happily. All right. I'm glad to hear that because let's check the results right now. Which power couple looks hotter? Yes, I just voted for myself. You mother. You. Well, I mean, We're not going to count that one then. Well, You've just been sitting I, I needed it all. because guess what? You're winning. There's no way I'm winning. I thought for pure comedy's sake, you were going to win. Gina, you have 53% of the vote. Oh. I only have 47% of the vote. Oh, you're right behind Something me. Something needs to change here, right. people, because I, I, me and Josh look really good together. You do look adorable. Josh and I, you know, we have our own thing going on, but you guys, you have something special. It's yeah, undeniable. I can respect the energy and the, and the chemistry between you two, but... Look at me and him. That that's a cute that's couple, a couple right, there. right there, man. That, look at that smile in his face. And I haven't funny. seen a smile like that. Oh, a little twinkle in his eye. The funny thing about that picture is, we cut out me in one of the pictures, and we cut out Randy in one of the pictures. It's the same picture, but I got to tell you, Josh actually looks happier with you, ah! and it's the same picture. It's the same picture. Maybe I I don't know. I actually don't get it, but he looks like a happier dude. In the dude picture than the me picture. It doesn't make a lick of sense. By the way, uh, Jay Slay3250 on Twitter just hit me up and said he bites all of his animals and it really works. He, he said his dog has never been a better listener. Wow. If you bite your animals, give us a call. 888 I never thought I'd hear Randy say that. If you Well, I mean, apparently it's a thing now. I didn't know. People are biting their animals. I've had, I've had animals my entire life. It's never occurred to me to do this. Well, it's never occurred to me that this could happen but it did you know how i used to be a full-blown nerd and totally obsessed with world of warcraft oh yes and people get really into that game your life gets sucked into that game to the point where people have like you know people have youtube their own freakouts. people throw <laughs> temper tantrums people get a leroy jenkins on it and leroy ruined... jenkins he ruined like 50 people's night i know it's so funny but imagine stabbing somebody over World of Warcraft. Like virtual stab? Like stab your orc or your mage? No, like stabbing somebody because of World of Warcraft. No, I can't imagine that. Story comes out of beautiful Ontario. A man enraged over the online video game World of Warcraft allegedly stabbed his neighbor in the chest, sending him to the hospital. Why? This guy was in his home playing a Leroy Jenkins raid, getting about 50 people inside uh, in, 
inside Azeroth, inside the deep you can, core. You can make there. it up. We don't know the difference. I don't remember them anymore. That's I'm fine. so that's glad. Yeah. The Elwyn Forest, that's one. Mm. Okay, they're inside the Elwyn Forest. They're doing a raid, even though that's a level five level. Oh, Randy. But he's screaming at his people like, You mother effers, you got to get over here. Leroy Jenkins. He's being so loud and so annoying that his neighbor across the hall can hear it. Yeah. So he knocks on the door and said, "There is no need to you for to be freaking out about World of Warcraft. It's just a game." So the guy, the neighbor isn't playing. No, he the can just neighbor, hear him. The neighbor came over and say, "Stop yelling! It's just fucking World of Warcraft." Got it. To which uh, this guy said, "It's not just a game. It's my life." Oh. And then he stabbed him. He grabbed his throat, punched him in the face, and stabbed him in the chest. Wait, just so I'm clear, who stabbed who? The World of Warcraft player. Stab the, the neighbor? neighbor for insulting him. Okay. If you are going, I thought that the neighbor stabbed the dude for being annoying, which I almost understand. This makes no sense. He did not like being insulted that it's just a game. It's not just a game. Wow. He should have thought of that first because there's no wow in jail. This game takes over your life, people. World oh of Warcraft. God. It's why you gotta get out there. You gotta, you know, give up the, you know, as fun as it seems to run around in Azeroth, it's actually kind of more fun to run around in the Life. real world. You're not running around in Azeroth. You're sitting on your couch with Cheeto dust covered in your, uh, in, in your own soot. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, too, is that World of Warcraft, like people who are obsessed with it or any online gaming remind me of Inception. <laughs> Remember when they go down and there's just like that whole basement full of people all day, not at night or when they're sleeping, all day that come every single day to get hooked up to Dreamland. Oh yeah. And they're just like they're like, Why? Why are they wasting their life? He's like, This is their life. This is what they do. And if that's your thing, more power to you. It just seems like you're missing out on some, well, some stuff. I, I understand a lot of what it is. It's a really sad kind of desperation of this is the world you kind of have control over. Yeah. It's easier to raise a mage to level 70 <laughs> than, than, get a girlfriend. To, uh, than to get a girlfriend and to get a better job and to uh, you know lose weight. It, it, it's easier to control things in that little world That's and be point. proud of yourself and accomplish goals. And, and yeah, you start living through your character because your character's doing more than you do because all you do is sit on your ass and play World of Warcraft. And life does uh, is born out of this sometimes because... People have met on World of Warcraft. They've dated, like, let's go meet in the uh, Sherwood Forest or whatever you people do. Elwyn. Ellen Forest? Elwyn Forest. Elwyn, whatever. And they'll go on, like, virtual dates, and then they get married in real life. Yeah. It ha it's a thing. It does happen. And then they're going to have little World of Warcraft babies. Oh. It's going to be really scary. Now, you know what those people... Those people. Those. The dregs of... No, you do your thing. God bless you. But... It, it's possible that if you're sitting around playing WoW all day, it's possible <laughs> that you don't have a lot of human contact. I'm I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying it's possible. It's possible. Now, for those of you who uh, maybe don't have a mate in your life, maybe somebody who uh, you don't you don't feel the uh, you'll, you'll never you haven't known the touch of a woman. <laughs> uh, for for quite some time, you can now pay for it, and it's totally legal. You could pay for just the touch of a woman? Yes. Explain. I'd love to. Uh, Jacqueline Samuel, who is a very attractive girl, actually kind of looks like Bjork. She's 29. She opened something last month called The Snuggery. The Snuggery. 
Upwards of 60 bucks, clients can snuggle with this little petite master student in a strictly non-sexual context. Sessions of up to 90 minutes take place in a private room while friends and family members mill around the house offering protection from any overenthusiastic clients. The clothes stay on. Jackie Samuel from Penfield, New York, launched a business last month that charges them for the privilege. And uh, she admits there's a series of frequently asked questions. Um, she provides all kinds of information on what kind of clothing to wear, what kind of behavior is appropriate, what's inappropriate. Sexual arousal, uh, the website says, is perfectly normal. Should not make anyone feel uncomfortable. But acting on those impulses verboten. So don't do yeah. it. This is not about sex, she says. I'm really straightforward about that. Um, oh, God, this room looks like a porno set, by the way. <laughs> it's just like a makeshift wall in a bed. Uh, but the premise behind the unusual idea is perhaps best explained by Samuel's study, of course. Of course she's a student who's doing a dissertation. Cognitive science and social work at the University of Rochester. That's how you can get away with a lot of slutty behavior in your college years. Well, Just doing a research paper. It's true, because when I was in college, uh, I didn't. when I was a freshman, I didn't have my own computer because I wasn't a, a Vanderbilt, um, <laughs> because not everyone had that. And so I'd go to the library, and I was in women's studies, and I was doing a paper on Linda Lovelace. And oh. I had to access so much porn. <laughs> And I'm sitting at the library, click, click, clicking away on that computer, on that old uh, IBM. And uh, the librarian's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Wait, they kicked you out? Well, they, and I was like, no, no, no. Like, this is for women's studies. Like, sure it is. Get out of here. Gina, you can't go to a college library for that. You have to go to a public library to look up porn. Oh, they do do that. They let you. They shouldn't do that. They let you. Homeless people go into the Santa Monica Public Library, look at porn, probably find a way to beat off too. stay away from public libraries. Well, in case you're wondering how Ms. Samuel uh, conducts our little session, she says wear loose-fitting clothes uh, made of natural fibers. Oh. She usually starts out spooning, and since she's pretty small, she's usually the little spoon. Uh, she There's all types of embraces available, and uh, she'd be happy to do any of the 100 variations of snuggle positions. I actually think this is an incredibly sweet little service. Yeah. There's some really, really, really lonely guys out there that every once in a while could really use this. Use could a little really, cuddle? Just really use a little cuddle time. Really just use, you know, a little intimacy. Well, because, you know, it's, it's not as, uh, you know, it's not as you know, taboo, and it's not as creepy as, you know, he went to go pay a hooker. And by the way, a lot of people that pay hookers end up doing just that. Yeah. They just cuddle and they tell them talk. about their problems and they talk bitch and they about cry their wife. And they bitch about yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this is just a little more upfront version of that and it's perfectly legal because there's no sex. Yeah, and there must be some sort of silent alarm because you know, there are people in her house that are willing, you know, ready to jump in there if anybody gets crazy. Walking ready to go. Yeah, I mean she's brave to do that. I mean but you there's the, also you know in New York or at least you hear about the sex therapist? Oh yeah, like the sex surrogate. Yeah. Well, real quick, uh, would has anyone is anyone into this? Because I'm curious. Triple eight five two zero forty three seventy four. Don't tweet me because it's too hard to look at it with the butt and the whole thing. Yeah. Triple eight five two zero forty three seventy four. Would you pay for a little snuggle session, or would you be willing maybe? To be a snuggle uh, expert. Yeah, yourself. ladies, you got some snuggle skills. You or think you dudes. can make some money off of that body? Yeah, whatever you're into. Um, I'm a big fan of the of the cuddle time because I'm real fidgety and I, I have a hard time <laughs> sitting still. And if I'm laying down with somebody, there's just so much octopus arms and oh, things boy. going on. But uh, 
I don't know if I could get comfortable with a stranger. I'd be like, God. Yeah, someone me. you don't even know. It's, you know, they probably smell weird. Yeah. And You're if it's a- not sexual, then maybe it doesn't matter what gender they are. But I don't like girls. I don't like being in those in beds with girls. My roommates are always like, come sleep with me. I'm like, no. And here's the question I have. If you're be- if you're doing this service, you're paid, you're cuddling, you know, you're you're sitting there. What do you do when he pitches a tent? Well, she said that it's totally normal, but you can't act on it. If she feels a little, uh, you know, how, how do you, so how do you do? She's just like, she holds you tight and goes, baseball, baseball. Yes, yeah, think building a shed, math problems. So I don't know. I mean, would you do this? I think a older, a younger version of me absolutely would do this. Mm. A current day version of me does not need this. Oh. I'm very uh, confident in myself. I love being around myself. And frankly, I can't stand sleeping next to people. I can't. I can't do it. I mean, cuddling's sweet for about 15 minutes, and then I'm kind of over it. Actually, I think I just lied to you. I think I've fallen asleep many times in, like, uh, like in an arm bar with somebody, oh. and I think that that's been okay. Depends who it is. Yeah, I have not ever done that. No. I've usually stayed up all night, mostly also because I didn't want women in my bed. Oh, that's a big that's a big problem. For Is you. that why I can never fall asleep, Randy? You're gonna you're gonna be like a night hall commercial the first time a dude sleeps over. You're gonna before that head hits the pillow, you're gonna be out. Out. Yeah. Well, you know we're both gonna get up and yawn and say, "Gotta get up early in the morning." Oh <sighs> yeah, uh, time to hit the old dusty trail. Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be fun for you, by the way. <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. And because you, you know, there's uh there's cuddle parties. Cuddle parties? Yeah, that they now have them in Los Angeles. They started in New York. You show up in your little jams, and it's all, you know, usually strangers. Why do you look so happy? Because I could show up in my jammies. This sounds like fun. And you get all up oh, in everybody's business. Oh, don't they have, like, beanbag chairs? And you can, like, Probably. lay around? And you just, like, t- you just, like touch everybody and, like, poke at them and- yeah. Paul Adam. Yeah, much like uh, Tim Conway Jr. and Doug Steckler, I would need to lather that room with Purell before You'd be I, freaked uh, out? Before I touch anybody. But it's not sexual. But still, you know, getting all up in my business. Yeah. You know, i got to make sure you're clean and good to go. I mean, they're not getting all, all up in your business. They're yeah, getting like, around your business. Yeah, What and what do you do if someone accidentally brushes something or you go over the line? I mean, what happened? It's I think very you just gently tell them, like, no, thank you. Please stop before I hit the silent alarm. Uh, but they do it. There's also, yeah, this is a thing. Because you know there's guys that are going to go into this service thinking that it's, you know, thinking it's just a front. Yeah. Thinking that you but just, it's not. You know, thinking as uh, Danny Bonaducci taught me, when you're like in a massage parlor, you just, uh, you spread your legs a little bit as a sign, uh, go for it. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So like, wait that, a second. That's the signal. Like you, you raise your hips and you kind of spread it, and like that's the signal. Uh, hey, we want to play. Wait, so a dude does that? Yeah, the dude while he's on the table so getting his on, back rub. Wait. So wait the second. Asian woman is massaging your back. Your back. And you are you are laying flat on the table. Danny told me, and he, he sweared by this. He he t- did a segment that, on this on KLSX. He told me. Yeah. All you do. Yeah. Is you raise your hips a little bit, and then that's the signal to uh, give the old uh, Western grip style handy J. You know what I got to tell you, and I'm not suggesting this about Danny at all, but just from the sound of that, if a man is on his back and he starts to spread his legs and raise his hips a little bit, that is the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I figured at least he's on his back, and maybe uh, you know the 
pointing north a little farther. But if you're like just like, eh. yeah, it's re it sounds real creepy. Yeah, you, would you ever do that? No, at a, a male, at a masseur. No, younger uh, Randy Wang, straight Randy Wang, confused Randy Wang, yeah. thought about it constantly, but never, never no. sealed the deal. No. Would you do that at a at a male massage parlor? No, I think I could get a guy. I could get a guy so to rub me if I need to. The only people who do it are the ones who can't get one. Yeah, that, Not, that's why you go. Okay, I didn't. Realize I mean, that. I mean, there's also people that you know obviously do it because they you know they they don't want them to stick around afterwards yeah. or whatever, but. I think in general, you're looking at that avenue because you can't make any normal human contact. Maybe. I've been there. Yeah. It's real sad. The expert's talking. And when, you know, even just researching that, like looking it up on Craigslist, the level of shame, no bueno. <laughs> I should I should explore that. And it, I, I think it's because I think people do it for different reasons. I'd like to think I could get a guy if I tried. I <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not Quasimodo. I'm not, uh, you know, Giselle. But I'd like to think somebody would come around if I asked them to. Oh, the phones are lighting up. <laughs> the sad thing is they're actually totally silent. Yeah. Um, but, but I think but I, there's something exciting about the idea of anonymity. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm Gina. Oh, yeah. Hi. Nice to meet you. It's just like, wham, bam. Thank you, sir. Werber. Thank you, sir. Yeah. See, my opinion on it, because I did something pretty much like that recently. Yeah. Oh. We talked about it. All right. And I got to say, I could take that or leave it. You know, yeah. not really any more exciting to me than, uh, you know, doing it myself. Oh, I, I so, see. And, all, and from what I understand with guys, you just sit on your non-dominant hand for about five minutes. So it feels like the stranger. The stranger. I've heard this before. It works. And that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, there's been Sex in the City episodes dedicated to like, oh, ladies, <laughs> you have to go to this one, you know, massage therapist. He really will treat you right but i i don't see a lot of women uh taking people up on that because that's more it's not just like you know putting your hand around something it's probably a little violating oh, and if yeah. that's what you're into more power to you i mean there is a thin line between massage and rape it's gonna be the name of my book <laughs> it's the name of the gina Grad story yeah. all right we got to take a break and when we come back we have tom cruise katie holmes the National Enquirer article that is what everybody is going to be talking about today. And I think Randy buried the lead. Randy purchased a hard copy of the National Enquirer. Might be the last human being on Earth to do that. Well, guess what, Gina? I'm gay. I can buy a rag bag if I want to. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff coming up. We have the we have the Tomcat scoop. We have seriously, you are not going to want to miss the pictures if you're watching live of these insane roller coasters. They're going to make Randy's mouth drool. I all I want to do is hear about these roller coasters. You know, we're gonna to have to do that before we get into Tom Cruise and, because yeah. roller coasters supersede crazy Scientologist crap. And PS, can't wait to tell you what one stupid rapper uh, wrapped his car in. He's a real douche. We'll be right back. Gina and Randy show here at the Toad Hop Network. Introverse. Maybe she plays with bubble wrap. Her cackle shatters glass every time she laughs. Maybe he makes up words a lie. Girls don't think it's high. The food is all he's got.
What's up, Toadheads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank Show, the backbone of the whole thing? 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, Heidi and Frank. This is a song I wrote for my good friend Randy Wang, who recently came marching right out of that closet and was hiding in there for so long I didn't even pick it up because my gaydar is for shit. Anyway, this one's for you. Randy Wang is gay, haters go away. Randy's gay and proud and not overeating. What's up with that? Why was Randy so fat? Ate away all the pain, no need to play that game anymore. Explore, dance floor, back door, Marine Corps, settle sore, oh you man whore. Anymore, explore, dance floor, back door, Marine Corps, settle sore, oh you man whore. Here we go! Let's hear it for hitting that stick! Yay! Hitting that stick, mm. man. Randy Wang is gay, haters go away. Randy's gay and proud and not overeating. What's up with that? Why was Randy so fat? Ate away all the pain, no need to play that game anymore. Explore, dance floor, back door, Marine Corps, saddle sore. Oh, you man whore. Anymore. Jesus, is it so hard to keep the beat going? I'm trying to sing a song here. You guys are screwing it up. It's a simple, sustained beat. A four-year-old could do it, you bitch. A whatever. A Big Mac's not a food. It's a hairy dude in the nude. Getting rude with your backside. Mm. filet of fish is now fellatio in a hot Dogs a wiener in an inappropriate hole. Are those hot wings? No, they're hot guys. Are those baguettes? No, they're French fries. I said, Randy Wang is gay. Haters go away. Randy's gay and proud and not overeating. What's up with that? Why was Randy so fat? Ate away all the pain. No need to play that game anymore. Explore, dance floor, back door, Marine Corps, settle sore, oh you man whore. Anymore, explore, dance floor, back door, Marine Corps, settle sore, oh you man whore. Put your hands in the air, everybody, for Randy Wang. Coming out of that closet, hitting that dick, everybody. Yay!
Live, live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show, Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gina and Randy Show here on the Toad Hop Network. Beautiful John Lovitz Theater at the Universal City Walk. You love it. Hollywood. At the Lovitz. At the Lovitz. Phone number 888-520-4374. And you can follow us on Twitter, Toad Hop Network, Randy Wang, PGP. Gina Grad and Elijah, serious black man. There is so much stuff going on. We've been on KFI all week. We have one more night tonight, so tune in. KFIAM640.com if you're uh, not local, or get the iHeartRadio app, which is actually pretty great. Yeah, and it's, if you've uh, missed the week, you can download all the podcasts. Conway On Demand on iTunes. Yes. Check out our interview with Arsenio Hall. Oh, that was so We've much had fun. an incredible week. Yes, uh, really, really super fun. But if you're listening live, it'll be 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we're going to be at Magic Mountain this Sunday. Uh, follow us on Twitter to find out where we are because Randy's going to scout locations today. And uh, for all you studs, we love you. Uh, you're part of the our daily show crew, our Pretty Good Podcast, prettygoodpodcast.com. We are going to have a big, fun, pretty good picnic on August 4th at Woodley Park. I think it's Section 1. Details coming ASAP because, frankly, we've been so damn busy this week, we haven't had time to plan it. Oh, yeah. But, but thank God. August 4th. And producer Elijah did put together a little invent invite. If you go to facebook.com slash prettygoodpodcast, there is a little invite there. Join the invite. Yeah. RSVP. Come to the thing. It's going to be a celebration, not just of our uh, first listener party in a quite some time. Yeah. Also, uh, my birthday. Yeah, it's birthday weekend. It's going to uh, be incredible. Yeah, Randy's birthday is the next day, so we're going to make sure he's nice and birthdayed up. And it's a, it's a potluck, so definitely bring something, but we'll we'll provide a lot as well. So, um, And also, hit that poll. Who makes a better Hollywood power couple, Randy and Josh? Or Gina and Josh. I'm disappointed in you people. 53% of the audience still believes that Gina and Josh is hotter than Randy and Josh. Randy, can I tell you something? I think they're wrong. Really? I think they're wrong, too. <laughs> I think they're so wrong. I mean, they're just... And uh, I think... Uh, mm, a little skinny for me, but yeah, Josh and I, we just look good together. You just, you're just so good together. We look like we're just having a good time on vacation. Yeah. He's got his arm around me. It's uh, I feel I feel you, safe with a guy like that. You you're you're gonna send this out as a Christmas card, aren't you? Oh, you should I ask, should totally. You should ask Josh look, he, first. He doesn't need my permission to send out a Christmas card. It's in my apartment. It's on the website. Season's <laughs> greetings from Josh and Randy. From Randy and Josh <laughs> from the Thompsons. Okay. My God, Randy, we're gonna make a yeah the Wang Thompsons. The Wang Thompsons. Everybody Wang Thompson tonight. Everybody Wang Thompson tonight. We are going to take a quick call because they're from the opposite side of the earth. So I think it's only fair that we say hello. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Uh, I'm Wang Thompsoning right now. He's Wang Thompsoning. <laughs> that right can't now. be good. Is this Miklos? Oh, yes, it is. Miklos from Japan. Is that yeah, where are you right now exactly? Uh, I'm in southern Japan. Amazing, amazing. What time is it there? It's my favorite question. It's uh, in, in three seconds. It will be 
It's 1.04 a.m. on Saturday right now. Ooh, we're, doing, we're, in, we're rocking the third shift party, people. <laughs> it's the third shift free for all. More topics, better variety in your phone calls. Can we tell people that we oh, do yes, overnights in Japan? There's lots yeah. of Asian we, girls around here. There's a oh. lot of Asian women in Japan. <laughs> I bet. there's. It's And it's also probably just littered with Sanrio stuff, huh? Oh, Let don't hello, even get Kitty. Me I, w- I won't. <laughs> um, now, what did you? Uh, we love talking to you. We love that you're our Japanese correspondent. What did you have to say today? Oh, I was just listening because I I used to be like a like a religious listener, and then I just got really busy, and oh, I just can't listen all the time. And I, I didn't. I, tonight I'm watching the show, uh-huh. and uh, you know, uh, just it's a Friday night here, and I'm just like, oh, Toad Hop, here comes Gina and Randy. And all of a sudden, I find out that Randy is gay. And I was just like, oh, shit. Uh, Oh, shit. People are still finding out. Japan just found out. I know. Japan just found out that Randy is gay. And I got to say, there's a lot of people that are just scratching their heads. At the same time, uh, all I can say is uh, uh, good job. And, uh, good job. Uh, good teamwork. Like, good job. Uh, yes. Like, uh, how, how how is gay? How is gay? <laughs> how is gay? Gay is pretty oh, okay. Oh my God, Miklos, you get us so hard. That would be such a great show title. <laughs> it so would work. How is gay? How is gay is good. <laughs> gay is working out. Gay oh, is all right. Uh, now, are you surprised, Miklos? Or are you not surprised? Well, that's the thing I told the, the call screener. I was just like, well, you know. Big Elijah. It wasn't like completely, it wasn't just like, oh my God, like, you know, uh, like Christian Slater, like, oh my God, like, it's gay. It was, oh, he's it wasn't definitely. Like that kind of a surprise. But yeah. Like, uh, but, but I was just kind of like, oh, okay, right on, Randy's gay, that's awesome. Like, uh, I was. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a major surprise, but I was just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, see, but I was. I was. I was taken aback because I, I didn't know. Miklos, join the club. There, we are now at a hundred percent agreement that every single person has had, including myself, the exact same reaction to this across the country, across around the, the board. World. We all are like surprised yet completely not surprised. Yeah, it just—it's shocking yet totally makes sense. This train arrived right on time for it, this and one. And for me, it makes more sense to me every <laughs> single day. Yeah, and that's where this confidence comes oh, from. Oh, little gleam I in your eye. I know who I am. Yes, and now we oh, all know. Feel great about dude, it, dude, Randy. Right now, you are exuding a major confidence that I've never seen before. Thank you. I feel confident. I feel amazing. Every single day, I don't have to... Like, there's so many stupid things I used to worry about, I don't think about at all, because I'm just happy to be me, happy to be here, happy, proud, and queer. Very queer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can use that. Oh, man. Yeah, you're here, you're queer. We're all very used to it. Is there there any gay stuff to do in Japan? (laughs) Oh, I'm pretty sure there is. Like, uh, What a question. Like... Because I know there's vending machines with girls' panties, but uh, you want you want to sniff a dude's uh, thong? No, but may, you know, oh, if, no, if that's it's a bad a, idea. No, I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't think I want to do that. But uh, and he, I'm sure there's lots of gay clubs and stuff to do. It's you know in Tokyo. I mean, that's yeah. everything's there. I would definitely love to meet some Gaijins. Gaijins are the best. Gaijin oh, men. Yeah. Gaijin women. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, me close. We're uh, yes. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, you guys got to come out here. And we, find out. we want to very, very badly. Uh, there's a chance I might be going to South Korea just to hop, skip, and a jump over to you. Might have to do it. Oh, 
I'm going there next month. Actually, I go there every. every I go there like twice a year. Just wow. it's really close and. Uh, uh, and South Korea is really fun. Okay, uh, we're going to have to... There's tons of kimchi. Oh, kimchi. Oh, boy. Love that fermented cabbage. <laughs> we're going to have to continue this conversation because it's very possible that you and I are going to have a little run-in. Now, I, I gave you a shout-out at the beginning of the show. I don't know if you heard me uh, give you a big Ohio. I did. Um, what, how do you say, like, good evening or good night? Well, good evening is konbanwa. Uh, konbanwa. And uh, good night is uh, Oyasubinasai. I'm sorry? Oyasubinasai. Oyasubinasai. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, you're the best, Miklos, and welcome to the big news club of yeah. Randy's Queerdom. Let and Japan know. Let them know. I'm gay and I'm ready to go. Ready to mingle. Uh, we love you, Miklos. I'm going to go out right now. It's, it's after one in the morning, but I'm just going to go out and just start knocking on doors and just telling them that Randy is gay. <laughs> There would actually be nothing better than to get a video of just one door. That's just all I want door. in the world is to do so that. Good. That would just make me so happy. Uh, excuse me, by the way, Randy is gay. Yeah. Uh, just a reaction shot. Probably, they would probably call the cops. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we might get one new listener out of it. That's all that matters. <laughs> if we can reach one Japanese person, it's all been worth it. Miklos, thank you so yeah. much. We love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Be right on you. I love you guys too. Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye. I don't know what I just said. I thought I said good night in Japanese. It's a massive insult. Well, I think I said onyang haseo, which is Korean, but then it became, uh, I think I ordered steam buns. Yeah, you got you have Korean barbecue on your brain now, don't you? Oh, God, it's my favorite. And you're going to OD on that if you actually go to Korea. That's all you eat there is barbecue. That's probably true. By the way, uh, the uh, Joe Jenkins on Twitter. We love Joe Jenkins. He actually uh, came up with your uh, celebrity couple name with you and Josh. Me and Josh are Randy celebrity. and Josh, like Brangelina or, you know, whatever. Randy and Josh, rash. <laughs> Randy and Josh, <laughs> don't take them home with you. Rash. You're rash. We're the rash. That yeah. is just horrible. What would yours be? Gash? We're Oh, that's a bum out. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst kind of friend. Hey, the the poll's getting, nope, still 53-47. I'm nice. screwed. Um, real quick, uh, I can't get over this, and I can't imagine taking this car out in the rain. Um, do you know who uh, The Game is? Yeah, I love Actually, The Game. where's Elijah? Because he knows who The Game is. I think he just walked out. Master E! I think he left. No, he's coming through right oh, now. Oh, sweet. Our producer, we love him. You love him. You know you love him. You know you love him. We need you, Elijah. We need you almost as bad as we've ever needed you. Um, do you know who the game is? Absolutely. What's his deal? The game is one of the uh, West Coast rappers who had had a falling out of 50 Cent in the beginning of his career, but he's been very successful. Do you um, like him? His, actually, I do. Yeah, you like he's the game? He's very good at choosing his beats. He's been very tolerable throughout every album he's ever had. A lot of good tracks. Okay, so you're a fan of the game. Yeah. Um, do me a favor. First, This isn't the story, but just so I can get it started. Read his Instagram name because I don't think I can do it. Instagram name. Yeah, right here. The second sentence right there. Handsome ass nigga. Okay, that's his name on Instagram. <laughs> now, he just did something. This is when you know you might as well just take a cigar lighter and just just light your cash on fire. Yeah. Because the game, 
Uh, he had an extra $200,000 laying around. Oh, just just no nothing. So he decided to get a Ferrari, 430. Hey, more power to him. You got the money, get yourself a Ferrari. Yeah. However, he spent $200,000 getting it wrapped in leather. In leather? Hold on. <laughs> Wait, from the exterior? Like, like, usually, you know, like, like yes. a... Like a like a cover for a car, except that's the car. Yes, it's leather. He says, "Just spent all my show money on a leather Ferrari. Cash. Maybe I'll regret it tomorrow. Maybe I won't." I think you regret it the minute you do it. Yeah. What do you do when it rains? Can you In read fact, the hashtag? We should have regretted that decision. His his hashtag is more of a cautionary tale. Uh, let's see. Hashtag shouldn't have ever gave them niggas no money. <laughs> oh. That's the game's hashtag. You know what? There's Not something a- I respect about you made it that point in the game as the game. You want to blow 200 grand on a freaking leather ass car? Do it. How you're, do you drive it in the rain? You know, what he's, I, you know what he's doing? He's stimulating our economy right now. I just don't know if the hashtag is trending. <laughs> we can look that up and find out. Um, the only but, people spending money right nowadays are rappers. Yes, and they they, they have it. They're um, buying planes. They're buying leather cars. Yes. They're spending money in this economy. They are hey. the true American hero. Give more money to black people. They'll spend it. Yeah. Simple as that. They won't put it away in a stupid mutual fund like a you know my my Jewish uh, oh yeah compadres. put it away so it can die and it'll go to some kid you don't give her damn yeah, that's what, you that. you know what it's funny you should say that because that is a big topic right now that multi billionaires are not leaving money to their kids <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> real true that's a big up. thing right now they they're give saying, it to their dogs they're they like look earn it on their own yeah you you've had a good run so far you've had a free ride you know like Warren Buffett will pay for college and after that don't ask me for a dime it's all going to charity yeah every billionaire in the world saw Aristocats and decided actually. <laughs> do that crap. E, what do you think of that? Do you, do you think they should leave their money to their kids? Um, I think it's sort of, a, you have to see what your kid's mindset is. Um, I figured, like, by 18, let him do whatever like they him or her do whatever they want, and if they're able to find ways to stand on their own two feet, then let them have something at a certain age. Yeah. So, like, if I pass, like, maybe keep it on hold for a while, and if, you know, everything is going cool, uh, drop it, drop it on them at a, like an old area, like maybe thirty-five, like a or trust forty, fund or something situation. like that. See, yeah, or maybe increments. Yeah, that's what they do. Well, I love that we're all just speculating on what rich people do because we have no idea. I'm not speculating. I'm I don't know. What, I'm thinking of what I'd do if I were in the position. See, if yeah. I'm a billionaire and I have kids, here's my problem with it. If you're gonna you know, cut them off, if you're not gonna leave any money to them. If you've coddled them and raised them to be these like indoor little house cats their yeah. whole life, and now as soon as you drop dead, you want to throw them out into the They'll forest. They'll never survive. See? They will never survive out in the real I world. I agree with you. That's why I say if you coddle them, you have to give them money. You owe them the yeah, money. You, you owe, owe them the money. Or will they be like pigs that grow out, go out into the wild and grow tusks oh. and get even sharper and crazier? They think they might crash and burn for yeah. a few There's like times. one of the reasons why I think rich people have to literally hire p- out parents to raise them <laughs> poor. Farm them out. So that like, they can understand what it is to be poor. Say, hey, these are your rear parents or some shit. Otherwise, it's like, you know, you really wow. don't get much of an upbringing, you know, if you're with rich parents. Because well, you also they, they're rarely there. Right. Yeah, or if they, they, sometimes they can because they have a lot of money. Say, hey, drop all the things, just raise the kids. Right. I'm sure that's what, you know, Angelina's trying to do. Right. But uh, still. But I she mean, also, you know, you can only have so much time for each kid. Well, absolutely. Each, 70. each of her kids has their own nanny, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, FYI, there's six nannies running around that house. You think there's like a lead nanny that like will down through all the instructions to all the little nannies. And Probably. Like a, so she has a whole nanny organization yes. just for one family. Yes. That's the, the unfortunate thing, though. They don't have a real good, like, they don't have a real upbringing. It's just like, 
a bunch of strangers raising him. It yeah. feels like. I mean, granted, they're going to lo- grow to love these strangers, but still, it's not their parents. <laughs> that's the saddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> and that's the thing I, I, you know, I've never thought of having hired help because, first of all, I'm a regular person. But also, you just think like you that's your job as a parent. And then I dated this guy one time and he was like, well, you know, of course, you know, if we ever had a family, you know, we'd have a nanny. And I'm like. We can do that. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. And then we I told my that. I told my friend about that. I'm like, and he's like, no way. And I go, why? He goes, because that kid will end up resenting you your entire life. Yeah. I was like, but it might be a decent trade off if I never have to change a diaper. I don't know. I mean, technically, in the beginning <laughs> stages, it's not that big a deal. But maybe as they get older. But you could be. But that could be the exact other way around because that's who they start bonding with before they can even. That's true. Think for you themselves. don't want the nanny to be called mama. Exactly, <laughs> and that happened to a lot of people. I know my grandmother was raised by a nanny because her parents were busy running uh, the family furniture store, and they lived upstairs. And that woman raised my grandmother that wow. was i mean that was pretty much her mother well i think and you want to go for it because you might be afraid of it at first but a lot of new parents they dive right in because they love that kid so much they even love their poo wow wow you must be right until yeah. it starts smelling bad oh. well then you put it in the diaper genie and you're all set. yeah the diaper mm. genie the diaper genie <laughs> um this has been riveting yeah by the way <laughs> Sorry. The game. Um, We're talking about the game, yeah. Uh, yeah, the game. Uh, the game from the Leather game to the diaper left. genie. Uh, if anyone can put a flow chart together and email that to us, how we got there, that would be fantastic. Uh, but yeah, the game wrapped his car in leather. Uh, maybe he should have wrapped it in like Lone Mart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap. If you want to wrap it in Lone Mart, go for it. We'll uh, we'll pay the game to do that. Yeah, in leather. Leather trim, you know, uh, 1-800-LOAN-MART. Not yeah. cheap money, but it's fast money. And if you need money to wrap your car in leather, call Loan Mart. <laughs> exactly. The snake eating its own tail. Yeah. I've got to say, it's got to be the most original thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. Because, I mean, the only thing I'd ever think to wrap my things in leather is shoes. But otherwise, yeah. I'd never do it to my damn car. <laughs> well, hopefully well, this doesn't <laughs> become the next spitting rims. Well, you did ask a very decent question, Elijah. Uh, wait, was this the interior or exterior? <laughs> this is the exterior. Yeah. And again... I don't know how you take that out on in torrential uh, downpour. Is leather? Maybe it's pleather, but I wouldn't spend one rain season. That thing is over, basically, yep. isn't it? Yep. And where does the? Well, he's a West Coaster, so maybe he was yes. just playing the odds game. That's true. Well, we get rain. We do get rain. We, we get have rain. some today. It's so gross. I kind of like, like a, it, but it's all swampy out. Yeah, I kind of like. I don't know. I like it. It, it. It's a little moody. I like it. it. It lets me feel like I have permission to the be The clouds moody. I can definitely appreciate because the sun was killing us. Yeah, it was rough. I liked it. I enjoy my sun. When there's no sunlight and it's hot, it's like I'm getting all the heat without any of the benefits. Exactly. But it's not as hot. That's the thing. Like before, it was a burn. Yeah, like, it was painful. You it was couldn't painful. walk That's true. anywhere because you were like, wow, this is... You couldn't jog, I bet. Well, I... I did I you could, try? Or you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, the champion. Probably you could do it in the morning. That. I did it. I, I did my sundown workout. Okay. Oh, I sundown but, workout. Uh, yeah, I have not been out during like the noon hours. I did that once. It's the worst idea on the planet. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, HF Opie had a great suggestion. He tweeted us and said the new business idea: consulting firm for rich kids to learn how to live poor. Call it the Real Ninety Niners. I love that idea. That's a decent story. Yeah, walk a mile in our shoes for once. <laughs> yeah, Chang Legacy, our big stud Chang, says the smartest thing I've heard is that a billionaire set up a. Oh, God, I'm getting blown up now. I just lost my place. Hold on, Chang, because I'm sure it was brilliant. 
Um, <laughs> he says, uh, oh, this is good. I've heard a billionaire set up a trust fund that would pay his kids a multiple of their actual salary. So, you know, you just dole it out. You'll ration out that money. You don't give them everything at once. They go start wrapping their car in leather. You know what I think we got to do? I think we got to combine a couple of reality shows. You know, they had that undercover boss. You know that old, um, old fairy tale movie, Prince and the Popper? Yeah. You combine it. You have billionaire kids have to go work shit jobs so they learn They've life experience. Done that. They it's called have? the simple life. No, no. Oh, oh yeah. No. Well, I forgot. Parents no, no, no. something in a cold You're right. Richie. You're right. But they've also done that with real kids. They have. I forgot what show it was. Someone should know it. It's, I don't know if it was on like one of the Viacom tele yeah. channels, but they did a show where they took spoiled kids and sent them it, like off to another country. It does Good. sound oh, like Oh, you're right. Yes. Does like I, sound yes. like something VH1 would waste money on. No, but the one proto makes a decent point. This is how much I know about rich people. He said, Gina, when's the last time you've seen a Ferrari in the rain in SoCal? The rich folk don't drive them if it's even hinting of rain. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, they that's the their, one uh, car would not only draw so much attention, but like, you can only drive it so much. You, you don't really drive it that often. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Justin, uh, Justin Johnson's, Justin Bieber's Fisker, Fisker, Fisker Karma. It's a, it's a Fisker. Oh, it's a it's a what what's a Fisker, sir? It's, it's, a, a, it's a Fisker. A Fisker is a Fisker. Um, he his is reflective mirror mm-hmm. silver. I have a friend with a Fisker, and we call it the alien car because it is crazy. <laughs> but you got to be a real asshole to wrap it in reflective uh, silver. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, for some people, you, it's just all collisions behind terrible. you on a sunny day. Here's the thing with Justin. Johnson, or a.k.a. Justin Bieber, with the whole, uh, you know, wrapping your Fisker in that kind of chrome. If you really are trying to avoid publicity, why do you want to show off with that flashy of a car that everybody knows it must be Justin Bieber? Fisker, I hardly knew her. He's the king of douche. Yeah, not a fan? He's he's working hard. So you think that's more flamboyant than wrapping your car in leather? That's no, actually kind of. I, I kind of like that. The leather. I'm, it's growing. The leather thing's growing on, growing on you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got excited. Because you rub up against it. Yeah. Probably nice to take a Vamp nap. until near Elijah it. remembers this point. Oh, how many? The cows must be pissed off. The, That's the a, pissed off cows. <laughs> yeah. Because of all the things. Peter's going to pour a just bucket of red blood all you're, over that you're car. Pro- you make a good point. Like it's my not- brother's skin is wrapped all over that <laughs> asshole's car. It's not for meat. It's not for walking. It's just to show how much money you don't care about. You special. just waste it. Um, thank you, Elijah. You're Nasty the best. Eve. I would love for you to stay, but I really want you to put some roller coaster you pictures. Got it. <laughs> oh, we got to do these roller coaster pictures. After the break, we are going to get all into the Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes updates. This is some shocking shit. Yeah. But before that, I am in such a roller coaster mood. I am going to go on the Six Flags Magic Mountain Lex Luthor Drop of Doom in just a few hours. Yeah. Gina, tell me about some crazy roller coasters. Okay, you know there's a show on the Travel Channel called Insane Coaster Wars. I don't know what you're doing here. You should be out there begging to be a producer on that show. I need to go right now. How do we get this job? I don't know, but they go... Would you go on literally any roller coaster any in roller the country? Coaster. Maybe Every, the world? I would go any roller coaster in the world as long as it's like a reputable park. It's yeah. been there forever. Like, I'm not a traveling carnival kind no, of guy. No, 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 no. But, I, um, yes, any theme park in the world, I would absolutely go on a ride. You know, my father's father, my, my grandfather was an accountant, and his dream job his entire life was to be a roller coaster tester. Wow. So uh, that could be your job. Um, there is a coaster in Mason, Ohio, at uh, the Diamondback at Kings Island. 230 feet tall, 128 miles per hour, and it sends you up a 310-foot hill, only uh, a lakefront view, and uh, everybody's screaming and whatever. And then there's a picture. 
it drops you into a lake and you go through the water Whoa. to get back up the hill. That sounds like a waterboarding just waiting to happen. Um, the channel features yeah. big drops, fancy loops, all kinds of coasters. Combine Viper and Tidal Wave into one hellish experience. Exactly. But this time it turned to experts on the show, like physics uh, professors who develop a device to measure riders' heart rates and the G-force exerted on a coaster. So that seems like something you could get into. Oh, I would. I think I would enjoy that ride a little bit. But yeah, the water splashing on me while I'm in the ride. Because also then you got to realize you're freezing cold and wet while you're going 100 miles an hour. You'd be okay with that? No, that one sounds a little painful. We, but I'd still we were, go on it. When Becky and Juliet and I went to Vegas uh, two times ago, uh, we went on the roller coaster on New York, New York in February. We couldn't realize. We couldn't figure <laughs> out why no one was on it. <laughs> Our faces in the desert at night hit that freezing wind, and we were on this roller coaster. We were screaming. We were blue. We were laughing like so hard. Frost growing so, off your nose. Yeah, it was so cold. <laughs> so this uh, this new show, Insane Coaster Wars, should be amazing. Uh, he's putting up some of the pictures from some of the coasters that they're featuring. Um, zero G rolls. That's inversions in which weightlessness occurs. I, that's my favorite kind of thing on the of, roller coaster. Of G-roll. It's where you feel that weird inversion. You feel upside down. You feel, well, for me, feeling weightless just felt amazing. Oh, I bet. I was very heavy. Yeah. But, oh, my God, I would love to go on these rides. Yeah, he, he, they asked how did he become an expert on roller coasters, and uh, he was speaking from Disneyland Paris because he's a very busy guy. He said, I've been working in theme parks pretty much my whole life. We just started traveling to theme parks for fun when I was in my 20s. We started the website in 96, and then he got the show. He said, when you're doing a film shoot, you need people that can ride over and over and over again. Because sometimes you'll do 20 or 30 takes on a coaster! That sounds like the best day ever. If I, I usually, if I really love a roller coaster, I have to leave it alone after one. Because yeah. two just fucks me up. Uh, and if you get your average Joe in there, they want to vomit after a couple of rides. But Mr. Al, so that's why the experts do it. Mr. Alvey, uh, his records pale next to that of some fans of the show, like Darlene Bell, who has ridden the 230 foot tall Diamondback at Kings uh, Island 3,000 times. That sounds like the best record ever. And Gary Coleman, uh, not the Gary Coleman, but a no. Gary Coleman, has ridden it. Gary Coleman couldn't get on any roller coasters, living or dead. Is he alive? He died. No, he died. Oh, rest in peace. Short guy. Uh, 7,000 times. The Diamondback falls under extreme heights, one of several categories highlighted. Other uh, include G-Force Giants. Those are rides that do uh, the most to push you into uh, your seat. Like when you're just like slamming into oh, it like, that's a, like a ton fa- of bricks. That's your favorite too. That's like the drop when rides. Go, no, that's when you go up. Oh, yeah. That's what they're saying. It's like the, you take it, off like a rocket. Yeah. Uh, but the first travel channel had to window the field uh, to 24 coasters. Oh, that's it? Uh, the he said the network's general manager said we did a great deal of research that included interviewing enthusiasts, reading blogs, industry magazines and websites, and then we were able to pick a cross section of what fan favorites were and current record holders. Wait, there's some about Six Flags. Oh, in Sandusky, Sandusky, Ohio, or the various Six Flags parks, there's a coaster in Coeur d'Alene, uh, Idaho, called Aftershock. Aftershock. And even though it doesn't see uh, some of the biggest numbers that other coasters do, there's a very loyal fan base. So they're going to feature all of these crazy-ass roller coasters on Insane Coaster Wars. This might be your new favorite show. This might be the show I have to start watching the show of instantly. Shows. I, gotta get, I hope the Travel Channel puts stuff online. I hope they don't pull their content like Viacom. 
that sounds like my favorite thing ever. Like, Couldn't do it. Like That is one of my dream jobs that I've thought about my whole life, is to be one of those people that travels around the world riding all the greatest roller coasters. Because, and you are the person it's made for because you don't say no to anything. I have never said no to one ride. I have been on everything at every theme park in Southern California. Inc- incredible. And I'm so proud. I mean, I, that's all I do my whole life is theme parks. Ever since I'm a kid, we go to Magic. I mean, I live next to Magic Mountain. I worked at Magic Mountain for four years. I yeah. go to Disneyland four or five times a year. I have been to Universal Studios 20 times this year. We're here now. I have been on the Universal Studios tour 20 times in 2012. <laughs> so now, that's mostly because I want to do King Kong 360 3D 20 times. Yeah. But that means I had to see Jaws 20 times. Yep. I had to do the stupid rain thing 20 yep. times. I, oh, it was just, I had. You love it. I, I do love it. It's a lot of fun. And I get to see a lot of screw ups, which is my favorite thing. Yeah. And I don't want to remind you of this because I don't want you to remind me of this on Sunday. But um, I really only started going on everything when you started making me. Yeah. But there's, but uh, that's I feel why bad. Last time we went to Magic Mountain, I made the terrible mistake of saying, hey, let's eat a bunch of turkey legs before we got in line for Tatsu. But old uh, Mensa member over here said, you guys have fun. And you were like, oh, whip, pussy. I was like, yep, call me whatever you want. I'll be the one that's not green. So I sat Tatsu out after, you know, 10 pounds of turkey leg. And you guys were throwing up. You were clutching your stomachs. You were, we were rolling not, around in pain. Because you know what's the worst part? And God love Tatsu. It is my, it's one of my it's favorite rides ever. And it, I, On an empty stomach. But the worst thing is when you're full, you feel all sick and tired. And at the end of that ride, you're just kind of hanging, waiting for yourself to unload for about two minutes. That's Hanging down, <laughs> looking at splash stains of vomit. No bueno. I couldn't do it, and I, I did the right thing. So Sunday, come out with us. It's going to be really fun. Magic Mountain. Uh, we'll do a PGP, pretty good podcast, at 5. But we'll be there a few hours early, a few hours after. My insane girlfriends, Becky and Kristen, will be there. We'll go on rides. It'll be really, 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 really fun. Gina and Randy Show. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
Now back to the Gina and Randy show, starring, you guessed it, Gina and Randy. Interesting. On the Toad Hop Network. What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> Wondering if you're too cold. It's not my fault. F him. <laughs> Gina and Randy show right here at the John Lovitz Theater, Universal Hollywood. Frank uh, Kramer. Frank Kramer's all mad at me. King of Toad Hop running up to <laughs> turn off the air conditioning because now Gina's so cold she's it's had to put her sweater on. It's not my fault. It's, it's a steam bath in here when we get here. It is it is insanely hot. I feel so bad every single Friday morning because I had never, I don't have any complaints about how it ever feels in here. I, w- you I know always what? feel perfectly normal. I wish Frank didn't see that. Yeah. Because now he's like, you're, you're fucking kidding. Really? He's through the window. You're cold. Really? You're now you're too cold. cold. Wait, until we go up there and turn the air conditioning on? Really? But I was fine. Now he's going to turn it off. I'm going to have to take it off again. Yeah. Well, at least, uh, at least this is definitely working. Oh, thank you. Frank, I'm sorry. Because unfortunately, since this is his company, he's also the operations manager. And uh... Yeah. We get yelled at by three different bosses, and they're all Frank. <laughs> No, we love Frank. Frank's, Frank's the best. Amazing. I just don't want him mad at me now because I have hot flashes. And Heidi and Frank have been very, very supportive and very, very oh. tweeting out and talking about, you know, us doing the KFI thing. They're we the best. really appreciate all the support from yeah. every... Definitely two people who were major inspiration for oh, Gina. Oh, they are, they are radio royalty and we are lucky to know them. Absolutely. And it is Friday the 13th. Uh, hear us tomorrow, Friday the 14th. Uh, I'm sorry. It would be Saturday, I guess. Mm-hmm. Friday plus one is Saturday. Yes. Uh, on XM, Extreme Talk 165 from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific. And uh, we'll be at Magic Mountain on Sunday, August 4th, Section 1, Woodley Park. Have a big picnic. Uh, more information on that to uh, come. But definitely, definitely follow us on Twitter, Randy Wang PGP and Gina Grad, uh, also Serious Black Man, because that's where all the details are going to be because we haven't figured everything out yet. And vote on that poll. Who makes a hotter couple? Josh Robert Thompson and Randy Wang. Let's find out the results. Josh Robert Thompson and Gina Grad, prettygoodpodcast.com. And again, we said this earlier, it's fascinating that it's the same picture yeah. cropped two different ways, and Josh looks different. And yeah, he really he, does. He looks happier. With you. With me. And the poll results are in. Gina, 52%. Oh. Randy and Josh, 48%. Gaining on me. Come on, let's do it. We're going to check this by <laughs> 10 o'clock and... Uh, See if there's a big winner. We're both winners. The real loser in this, Josh, Josh. Robert Thompson. <laughs> because more people eventually are going to vote for him being with the dude. Yeah. Josh, straightest man in the world. Oh, straight straight as an arrow. Straight, but not narrow. Getting some uh, Comic-Con ass right now. Yeah, big time Comic-Con ass. Uh, he is, of course, Jeff the Robot on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson and so many other things. Now, Randy, you have just highlighted the crap out of that National Enquirer. Please give us an update on the Tomcat divorce. You know, I've never felt more liberated to buy a magazine because I'm gay. I can buy a rag nag if I want to. No. I don't have to worry about anybody thinking I'm girly because I am. Oh, Christ. And everyone's been talking about this. Now, last night we talked about this on KFI AM 640. Tom Cruise's lawyer sent out a massively angry worded letter, strongly worded, threatening to sue the pants off of the National Enquirer for, here's the cover that everyone has seen a picture of, Inside Tom's House of Horrors, Katie's Secret Breakdown, The Real Tom is a Monster, The Abuse, 
the punishments, the humiliation, Katie's tortured life exposed, Paula Dean's. Oh, that's a different that's story. a totally different story. Different story. Before you said Paula Dean, it sounded like a decent night at a at a sex palace. So instantly, because of the uh, you know the the lawsuit that they say they're having, you know, saying everything they got to retract, it's all unfounded. You would imagine that the sources in here must be bullshit. And of course, in all these articles, whether it be Star, whether it be Us Magazine, People, they're all saying a source, a you know source close to them, a source close to them. National Enquirer has some balls. Oh. You know who's the source for a lot of this stuff here? Who? Family member of Katie Holmes. Ooh. But it could be, you know, I mean, a real family member or like some old, you know, eighth cousin coming out of the woodwork. I, I, it, They seem to know a lot of the inward family turmoil, including the stuff that happened with Katie and her dad. Mm-hmm. By the way, you know, Katie's dad's a divorce lawyer. Oh, really? I didn't know. I knew he was a lawyer. I didn't know he was specifically a divorce lawyer. Martin Holmes is a divorce attorney in Toledo, Ohio, one of the states she must have called for uh, legal advice. Exactly. And dad helped her out with uh, getting a burner. Dad's on retainer. Dad was helping out. You know why? And here's what the family member. So if you know the stuff that's going on with dad, you have to know the family. So it's got to be. I'm thinking like a first cousin, maybe even a sister. Who knows? Because she's got five siblings. So oh, that's, a, lot of, that's the, a whole lot of siblings. That's a whole lot of siblings. All right. The real Tom Cruise is a monster, apparently. Gina, if you just had to speculate, what do you think is the number one issue why these two split apart? Mm, couldn't agree on living room curtains. Definitely not that. About a year ago, Katie told Tom... I don't want to do Scientology anymore. She no longer wanted to be a part of this Church of Scientology. She did not want Surrey raised as a Scientologist. And Tom went nuts on her. Allegedly. Allegedly, according to the National Enquirer, he went nuts. He read Katie the Riot Act four days straight. And you always hear that. He read her the Riot Act. He didn't literally read her the Riot Act. He just screamed at her for days and days. And how dare you do this to me? And how can you insult me? And how you do this to my religion? Tom was verbally abusive and ordered Katie to never again mention her feelings about Scientology. Oh. And when finally Katie was able to finally, uh, you know, sneak away and get a phone call to her dad, she was in tears because she's getting yelled at on a regular basis by Tom Cruise. Why? Because she doesn't agree with Scientology. She doesn't want her daughter raised in a possibly brainwashing organization Mm. called Sea Org, Mm. where uh, you are in a military-style school. You're kept out of school to work 20-hour days when you uh, become a uh, high schooler. You go into someone – you go into the Scientology Navy. You're not allowed to watch TV. You're not allowed to go online. You're not allowed to talk to people outside of the organization. And Katie said, I'm not signing up for uh, first grade Scientology school. No. We're not doing it. Yeah. Which that's what got them fighting and fighting and fighting. So it was about ke- it was about Surrey. It was about keeping her out of the uh, Sea Org school. Yeah, a- she's, allegedly she's supposed to go to first grade this year. Yeah, and Katie does not want her going to Sea Org. She does not want her going to a Scientology school, and this is what's caused a major rift between them. They've been fighting constantly for months, according to the National Enquirer. And Tom's been Tom's been very verbally abusive. Again, according to the National Enquirer. Yeah. You know, if this is all unfounded, then we will come on the air and retract all of it. Absolutely. Hopefully the National Enquirer will too. But the National Enquirer is a big paper. They break huge things all the time. They're not going to come out with this unless it's pretty damn reputable. 
Here's some of the things that top that uh, top. I love this Top Gun star Tom Cruise. Oh, that's recent. Because yeah, that's the last thing he did. If Katie didn't like set up their hotel room or dress Surrey the way that he wanted her to dress, like you have to put on this outfit, this outfit, this outfit, because a lot of Tom Cruise's behavior, he's a massive psychopathic control freak, mm. and we all know that about him anyway, just from what you hear about when he's in his movies. He would say to Katie. Now, you know how you know how there's the uh, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed? Oh, yes. This is so much worse. You're not just letting me down, you're letting my whole entourage down. What? You didn't just let me down, you let down everyone in my entourage. <laughs> do you know? Now, this is, of course, everyone's a Monday morning quarterback, but do you know what I would say in response to someone who said that to me. What would you say to someone who said, you didn't just let me down, you let my whole entourage down? I'd say, you can take your entourage and stick them right in your asshole, which is where I'm sure you're sticking them anyway. Oh, yeah. Gotta kiss it. And you'll never see me again right after I make this cell phone call from my burner phone. Here's another one. Tom Cruise was uh, waiting for Katie. She was late from a flight. You know, it happens to everybody. Flights yeah, get flight delayed. Delay. In the airport, I ask one simple thing, that you get yourself and my daughter here on time and you can't do that. Do you have an explanation? No. Well, wouldn't the explanation be that uh, the airline was uh, running late? And apparently it's getting to the point where it's kind of like Katie's a walking joke in the Tom Cruise household. And that's why it says she feels like a virtual prisoner in her home. Because imagine this. Tom Cruise has people over for a dinner party like his sister, like his family. Katie's preparing all this food. Tom Cruise's sister comes in and says, oh, that, that's nice. I, I brought in real food. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're not actually going to eat what you cooked for mm. us. Mm. I, I've done something better. We're, 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 we'll use this another time. Mm. Hope it freezes beautifully. Yeah. Because we're not eating it. Tom also was pissed that Katie wanted another baby. Why would she want to bring another child into this situation? Well, I, maybe she thought that would bring everyone closer together. Oh, you, that's a, that's you, a stellar when you're, plan. When you're in a desperate situation, you're in a bad marriage, you think of things like that. You don't know what's going to happen. But, yeah. but also, maybe she wanted another kid. Maybe she feels like Suri wants a sister. Yeah. And, she, and Tom told her, allegedly, according to the National Enquirer, you liked having all of your mom's attention as the baby of the family. Don't rock the boat for Surrey. What? What a jag Do you have any uh, idea of why uh, she may have wanted to get those burners, uh, get on the phone to a bunch of lawyers, including dad, and say, yeah, this is, I got to get done. the hell out of here? This is over. Tom Cruise, you do sound like a little bit of a monster. Yeah. And that's the thing. If, you're, if there is a relation, uh, 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 religion that has, at this point... Seemingly looks like it revolves completely around you, then you're going to become a little bit of a baby. And this guy is a powerful dude, all the money in the world. This religion backs him. It seems like a hundred percent. So he, maybe he does think he's some sort of a a god, a deity at this point. Yeah, and you got in. Katie is doing everything she can for her daughter to get her out while she still can. She can get out now. And you got you know, this is the saddest thing. And uh, Nicole Kidman confirmed this. A lot of people have confirmed this in the church. If you leave, but your kid's still in it, in a few years, your kid will be told to distance themselves from you. I buy that. Your own children are told 
you cannot speak with them. Yeah. You are not allowed to be on the same. You're not on the same level with them. You right. cannot be around them anymore. Well, Your own kid. You know, I mean, to be fair to all forms of horrible problems in religion, that's true for a lot of religions. Really? Yeah. If you leave the church, you got to distance. Every- yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, this is me, you know, anecdotal evidence and nothing more. But I have Mormon friends that mm-hmm. once they leave the Mormon church, the, they get disowned. I have Jewish friends that if they convert away from Judaism, they, they, they're dead to their parents. Really? This happens in tons of religions, Christianity, Catholicism. People take their religion hella serious. Yeah, that is not cool. You don't choose religion over family. Well, you know. a lot of people do. Uh, Tom Cruise did. Yeah. I mean, this is not new territory for religious fundamentalism. Yeah. And Tom, unfortunately, there's nothing in here that is like looks like it's phony. There's nothing no. here that looks like it's fake. Tom, this sounds like you. This is not, you know, you know how everyone says, uh, hey, Randy, you know, I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Exactly. Tom, I'm surprised, but but I'm totally not, not surprised. surprised. This totally sounds like you. This totally sounds like you're <laughs> controlling. You're crazy. You're you're so indoctrinated. He's so indoctrinated into Scientology. He has to be so defensive about it, or he feels like he's going to look like the biggest idiot in the world if he's not the yeah. biggest proponent. The OT. Got to remember, he's OT level. Allegedly, he can bend to the, spoons. According to Rolling Stone, he can do mind tricks. He yeah. can bend spoons. He can speak telepathically. Yeah. So if he can do all that, is that worth protecting, by the way, all those superpowers? Is that worth uh, alienating your family, your daughter, Apparently. yelling at your wife because you want to be a Jedi the rest of your life? <sighs> all right, Tom. Enjoy enjoy hanging out with your Scientology buddies because yeah. uh, Katie and Scout Surrey, we're moving on. Yeah, moving on back to Chelsea in New York. Um, you know what? Maybe all of their family problems would subside if they just did one normal thing as a family one time like tonight at dodger stadium fans are invited to the stitch and pitch the stitch and pitch calling all grannies and hipsters the seventh annual because this has happened six other times stitch and pitch event will bring together two of america's favorite traditions baseball and the needle arts Spearheaded by the National Needle Arts Association, the perfect double play invites baseball fans to knit, crochet, embroider, cross-stitch, and needlepoint while watching our boys parade around the bases. And don't worry if your skills aren't sharp enough to be practiced in public. The association's website promises beginners, intermediates, and experts, they're all welcome. Gates open at 5.10 p.m. today for the 7.10 L.A. Dodgers game against the San Diego Padres. The event uh, flyer urges attendees to come early. Get your stitch on. Get your stitch. Discounted $13 lower reserve tickets are available online. And uh, additionally, $2 for every ticket sold will benefit Coach Art, an organization that provides free lessons in the arts and athletics to chronically ill youth and their siblings. If you get your stitch on Friday evening, report back. Let us know how it was. The stitching pitch. Yeah, take a picture of what you sew together. That's awesome. That, say sue. Sue. Like sewed or sued? Stitch? Sewed. Sewed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm never, I've never sewed in my life, so I don't know how to pronounce it, but I gotta, that sounds yeah. like a fun event for the whole family because, yeah, frankly, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of women who are not interested in baseball. There's a lot of guys who aren't interested in there's baseball. There's a lot of women who are not interested in knitting. Yeah. But maybe tonight. Do you knit? No. Here's the thing. I've tried. It's really hard. 
I am not. I'm. I'm a more of a big picture guy. I don't. If it's too detailed, if it's like you get one loop wrong and the whole scarf goes to shit, I can't be a part of that. It's so frustrating. I have knitting needles and I've done it, but like I almost, uh, you know, Harry carried myself because I was so frustrated. But um, one of the best days ever in elementary school must have been like fourth grade. All the older, elderly people from uh, different retirement homes came to teach us this kind of stuff. And you got to sign up. Did you want to do the embroidery class or the crochet class or the paper mache beads or the chicken scratch? And you got to go around and be taught by old people how to do old people activities. Wow. And it was awesome. I still have my paper mache beads, but I'm terrible at it. And I used to love to try and embroider. My mom would go, remember, the back should look just like the front. And the the front would be cool. And the back would look like... uh, like uh, a yarn doll threw up on it. And I just, it's not for me, but I, I do respect it. I feel you. I don't have any motor skills. I could yeah. never put anything together. I feel bad because I'm 26, almost 27, and I still got to take my torn pants home to mom to sew. To mend and darn. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll just buy some new pants. Yeah. But, you know, you're know, you not a big baseball fan, but you are a very active person. I like you to be active. You work out. You go hiking all the time. You go to the gym. And I've worked, we used to work out together a few years ago. Yes. Both uh, had some private trainers who pushed us way too hard. <laughs> I had a guy, and maybe he knew before I did, because when I was uh, oh. pushing weight, he would take his shirt off in the middle of it. That shirt never stayed on. Creepy, 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 yeah. creepy guy. And once or twice, I have definitely worked out with Gina and heard a odd noise or two coming out of this girl's mouth. <sighs> Well, now it all makes sense because there's a research study at Indiana's University Center for Sexual Health Promotion saying that exercise can induce female orgasm. Mm. Even without engaging in any actual sex or even thinking about sexual fantasies, just the act of uh, pumping your legs or working out is enough to have an orgasm while exercising. Mm. 124 women in the study report having an orgasm during their workout. 246 experience sexual arousal. And they don't refer, you know, this isn't an orgasm. They refer to it as a corgasm because it's a lot of core workouts and you're making it happen and it feels real good apparently. Now, Gina, Hmm. what does it sound like when you work out? Orgasm. <laughs> I'd love to know what if Heidi Hamilton has ever experienced that. Cause she works out pretty hard. She work, that, Maybe that's why she works out so yeah, hard. Yeah, I think that's, that's what keeps why you ladies back. are going to the gym all the time. It's because you're getting off we on it. We don't need you. We need the Roman chair. 40% of the women surveyed said that they experienced exercise and goosed orgasms at least 10 times. 51% reported orgasms occurred while they were doing ab, ab, ab exercises. Yep. In addition to the ab exercise, the exercise is most likely to provoke female orgasm. If your lady starts doing this, here's why. Weightlifting, bicycling, yoga, running, and walking. I've never had a walkgasm. You've always said that walking's your favorite I love activity. to walk. Exactly. A majority of the women say they felt very self-conscious while exercising in public. About 20% said they could not tr- control their sexual tone like Gina Grapp. Yeah, that would be the last thing I'd be self-conscious about. I'd be like, gotta go to the gym. <laughs> no problem. Now, I have to admit, it's I, I, I think I know what they're talking about because the core orgasm, mm-hmm. all your blood is sort of rushing to your core. Uh-huh. And I think... Have you experienced a core orgasm, I mean, no, Gina not a full... I mean, I, I should be so lucky. I'd probably be 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> but uh, but I, I think I get the vibe. 
I think I, I think I do, and I bet Heidi Hamilton does. Damn. We might have to ask her about that. Yeah. Um, now, I know we have to get out of here in a hot second, but I have to leave you with this one amazing piece of information. Now, this might, it's possible it won't mean as much to you as it does to the rest of us, because I, I got like, like a year on you, or maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the greatest piece of trivia I have ever known. <laughs> Uh, there, because the uh, little, uh, the little, uh, twins, the Brangelina twins are turning four, uh, there was, a, a some facts about, you know, five little facts about the twins. Okay, that's very nice, you know. Their first photo fetched $14 million, and, uh, they're, uh, they've been to, you know, tons of countries. Okay, this is whatever. Great. You know who's rumored to be their godmother? Remember, this is Brad Pitt. And Angelina Jolie, they run the world. They, they do. are Hollywood royalty. They have a brood of six kids, three of them uh, biological, three adopted. And they could have anyone in the world they want be their godmother for those kids. Who Anybody. They make their godmother, Gina Grad. It's never been confirmed, but the rumor. That Knox and Vivian's godmother is Mindy Cohn, a.k.a. Natalie from The Facts of Life. What? How is that possible? <laughs> what the hell? The Facts of Life? Oh, my God. It's Apparently, Mindy Cohn and Angelina Jolie have become like BFFs <laughs> and uh, reportedly visit them on all the flies out to wherever they're traveling. So and, it's not just like a formality, like she's really out there. She loves the kids. It's God, mommy. No, they're like BFFs. Uh, perhaps one reason they trust her as a close confidant is she doesn't have loose lips because she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohn. Oh, oh. God. And he asked her all kinds of questions and was happy. You know, she was happy to answer him. Any rumor except this one when it came to, are you the godmother of the Jolie Pickett? She said she pleads the fifth. She won't talk about it. Mindy Cohn, little chubby Natalie. Little Natalie. From Facts of Life, rumored to be Knox and Vivian Jolie Pitt's godmother. Well, you know what makes me really happy about that? What? Natalie's never going to have to worry about uh, struggling to get uh, Facts of Life uh, syndication money. Oh, yeah. Because no, those she, days are she'll over. be set for life being godmother of those two kids. Yeah. Because eventually the Facts of Life shit's going to go the same way as the Happy Days people. And uh, got to yeah, make sure all our older washed up sitcom stars, we they at least keep them alive. So, keep them fed. Keep them hung. Do you think, do you think, uh, 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 Tootie, uh, Kim Fields, and Nancy McKay, and those are all the god ants. It's possible. I mean, is, is that crew still close? Maybe Angelina, Charlotte Ray. Angelina Jolie must have been really into the facts of life. <laughs> if you could have any TV character be the godmother of your figurative child, who would it be? The TV character or the actual person? TV character, because okay. I, I would. I mean, I just think in the back of my head that she's asking Natalie to do this. Right. Oh, totally. Any TV character. Yeah. You know, Mrs. Garrett wouldn't be a bad choice. That's not bad at all. Oh, today. Oh, oh Natalie. <laughs> um, she obviously loves kids. She she rules with an iron fist, but she's very loving. Uh, Mrs. G wouldn't be a bad choice. I think that is definitely what about you? the way to go. Maybe 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 Charles. Maybe Charles in charge. 
definitely in charge of our days and our nights. Actually, you know who I would go for a great godparent? And you got to hear me out on this because he's made some mistakes in his life. He's oh, definitely no. had some really bad decisions, but he really cares about his family so much. I Walter know. White. Wow, Randy. <laughs> Actually, wow. And seriously, maybe Brian Cranston because I love that guy. Brian Cranston's amazing. I don't know. Wow, Randy. Well, he really cares about his family. You're right. You're he, right. He really cares about his family. Can't argue with that. I mean, and he, you know, he raises his special needs kid. I know he really cares about his family. His wife's a total bitch to him, and he still wants to leave all that money for her. He cares about his family. So our votes are for Charlotte Ray and Brian Cranston to raise our fictitious yeah. children. Actually, and again, Brian Cranston would really be a great uh, godfather to my figurative kids because you know Brian Cranston came out with a PSA this week with his uh, wife and daughter in support of gay marriage. All right, saying everyone should support marriage equality for all. So we give him a huge. Shout out. Huge Remember, shout out. you can watch the streaming premiere of season five of Breaking Bad for free at AMC.com because they're trying to piss off Dish subscribers. That's so. perfect. Well, we got to get out of here. We got to go prep, go, go to work. You're going to Magic Mountain. Yeah. Uh, we got to prep for our last uh, night on KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk radio tonight, 7 to 10. This, of course, is the incredible Toad Hop Network. Follow them on Twitter, us, I guess. Uh, Randy Wang, PGP, Gina Grad, serious black man, Elijah Black back there uh, doing a little uh, iPad action. And uh, don't forget, this Sunday, we'll be at Magic Mountain yeah. doing a show at 5. Follow us on Twitter for oh, details. I forgot to tell everybody if you don't know, uh, if you're going to get tickets, go to Magic Mountain. Coke cans, 20 bucks off with oh, a Coke can. Do or that. a Diet Coke can. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Final and, results of the poll oh, you and Josh are hotter than me and Josh. I got to tell you, I'm shocked. I really thought you were going to win. You know what it is? It is a really good picture of you. Thank you. It's but it was a really good right picture there. of you guys. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the world's not it's, ready. It, when Josh and you in this picture, it's like, eh. Josh, I mean, in this picture, it's like, hey! Hey! He really does look totally different. It's, it's so weird. Go Check to, the picture yeah. at prettygoodpodcast.com. We will talk to you tonight on KFI, on Monday on the Pretty Good Podcast, and next Friday, right here, Gina and Randy show on the Toad Hop Network. Thank you, and have a happy Friday 13th. Live, Live. from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.